got a question for everybody that I think would be a nice way to start the podcast. Uh, I know we've kind of we we kind of have sworn off talking about this man and his show because we do it so often, but I gotta ask a question about it. Do you oh, guys boy. Think, do you guys think that somehow in, in I don't know to what degree to what capacity does Jeff Keeley try to incorporate Wordle into the Game Awards 2022 somehow? We're oh. only in week three of 2022. I doubt Wordle is still relevant by like mid March. I mean, I it's hard know. to say. It's hard I to like say. Wordle. Nah, I think I agree. I don't think it'll be that big by then. No, but uh, what you guys don't understand, uh, specifically Peter and James, with which, if you haven't noticed, James is back. Wow, two weeks in a row. Hello. Um, Wordle is really good, and it's only one word a day, and it takes about three minutes. And everyone likes sharing it with each other. So I think this might have more legs than people expect. Wait, what? Joe, do you play Wordle? I don't even know what Wordle is. Yeah, I was going to say, you're only pinning it on me and James. Also, by the way, Joe from our very popular Miles Morales review has once again joined us on the podcast. But yeah, Joe does It was unbelievable. Millions listened. To Millions that, listened. So. <laughs> Joe doesn't even know what the fuck it is. Why are you just selecting me and James? Well, because you guys were saying that it's not going to be relevant, and you guys haven't played it. Do That's you want why to explain I'm you guys. to Joe what it is? So, Joe, Wordle is this game that a lot of people have been posting on social media. It, it'll just be what looks like a nonsensical amount of emoji squares, and some of the squares are yellow, and some of them are green. And it will say, Wordle, 200, or whatever. And then it'll say like five out of six. All it is, is it's this word guessing game where it's five letter words and you just start with a random word. And if you get a yellow block for one of your letters, that means that the letter is in the word, but it's in the wrong place. If you get a green block, that means it's in the word and it's in the right place. And if it's just a gray block, that means it's not in the word. So it's kind of like a pseudo hangman type thing. You get six guesses and you just try and get the five letter word for the day. And everyone likes sharing it with each other because there's only one word a day. So everyone who has done it knows the word that everyone was going for. And it's like, oh, wow, you got it in four guesses. I got a two guesser today. My first ever. I was pretty pumped about that. I already um, have a feeling this is going to go down the route of, like, HQ when that was super popular and that only lasted, like, what, six months? I don't that's know what fair. the fuck you're talking about. That's you fair. You don't remember it, HQ? Is that, like, it, that game show? Money? Yeah, it was the trivia yeah. game where if you were, like, the oh. last person there, you got, like, some money for it. But I then it just, like, that. completely died. The crucial difference here? is that HQ was a live hosted show that required people to be on their phones at a certain time. Okay, and but like, come just, on. Do it any point. Dead right? in half a year. Let's stop. Let's stop kidding ourselves. There's no reason I, to think there, it's going to be the return of one versus 100. I love one versus 100. I but fucking hope it comes back. Keeping it, keeping it on Wordle, I, I do think there will come a point where it's just not going to be that popular. There will probably be a few people still doing it, but um, everything fades away eventually. But if we get six months of people consistently doing this, I think I think Keeley might see an opportunity. 
Okay, okay, okay. I'm going back to my mid-March prediction. I don't know why I said six months. I think because someone else said it and I just left off of it. But this thing is dead by March. Come on. Well, here's another I idea. Got longer legs than that. I got another thing to pitch here for this. Like, you know, Wordle, very popular game. You can play it on a mobile phone. It's all in a browser, so it could be anywhere. But it makes for a really good mobile game. And there's a company, you know, throwing money around, could use Mark, new mobile games. And they, maybe, maybe you know, they could buy a Wordle or something. They're like, I don't know. What else would they spend their money on? They didn't spend Damn their money on anything else recently, it. right? I literally had the words in my mouth if you didn't speak it. Okay. So we're about to transition. I want to get everyone introduced here. So hello, hello. BNY Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Owen Shannon. Joining me is the FG, Peter Gorski. How are you? Explain what that is right now. Um, the FG stands for uh, <clears throat> fake gamer. You know, I still DM. There's no reason. There's no reason to take. I was the one guy who had a consistent title, and now you're fucking with me. <laughs> you fucked with gamers, Peter. I don't know. You swung first. And on the West Coast, Mark Gorski, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. And you recognize his voice from last week for Halo Talk. We have James Hart. Hello. Hello again. And the voice that you may not remember, but he's always with us, is <laughs> Joe Drew from the Miles Morales Review. Hello. Happy to be back. I'm glad. No, not here. N- not an insult at Joe. The Miles Morales Joe. review was a long time ago. Oh, Jesus. It was a long time ago, and it's a review episode, so those tend to just they they get a niche audience. But um, yeah, we're doing a fantasy critics draft later, where you draft games that come out in 2022, and you look at their review scores, and it gives you points. It's a fun thing. So we are doing that later, which is why we have a bigger crew. But what Mark was just alluding to is uh, the biggest corporate shakeup in gaming history with Microsoft buying Activision, Blizzard, and uh, the mobile developer King. Yeah. And it was a $68.7 billion deal. Activision, of course, we have talked about over the course of the past few months being embroiled in a ton of sexual harassment lawsuits and a lot of really bad shit. Bobby Kotick is like the worst person on the planet. And now this happens. I don't I really don't even know where to begin because this happened a day ago and I feel like the discourse on it has has done like four marathons worth worth of discourse and i don't even know where to sort it out but peter i feel like you have the most thoughts on it so just kick us off what well, what are you thinking oh everyone i just let's go back to how, where we all were i was the first one up out of all five of us i'm pretty sure and i've started waking up around 8 a.m go to bed at one very glad very glad and i see vg like vgc tweets out rumor Xbox possibly in talks of buying Activision. I remember seeing that go, go fuck yourself. There's no way. Why are we even making this pointless article? And then I see Nibel tweet out, rumor, Xbox on the verge of acquiring Activision. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, hold on. And then Jason Trier tweets out, hey, I'm hearing that this is about to happen. I'm like, oh, wait. And then at 8.30, 
Xbox tweets from its accounts. It's a whole spiel about, please, everyone, bring your hands together for a warm applause for our friends at Activision Blizzard joining the Xbox family. I shot out of bed. I called Mark. He was asleep. I called Owen. I told you. Then I called James. And I told you. And then I called Joe. And he sent me to voicemail because Joe never picked up my calls, (laughs) no matter what. But I... Now, having sat on it for about 24 hours, I know this is going to sound exciting. I am aggressively in the middle on this about oh, whether man. or not I think it's good or it's bad. I think, obviously, I won't tell you all my uh, thoughts right now. Where I'm at right now is I would say if you are an Activision Blizzard employee, I think you have more things to be happy about than mad. If you are a games enthusiast, as I'm pretty sure our Spotify uh, description I describes had to change as, that. I had you, to change that. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever it says now, I don't know. But if you're like a uh, games, in, if you're a games fan, or you know someone who pays attention to the industry, gamer. No, yeah, is that what you call them? No, not that. Not that. Uh, oh, okay, anyway. okay. No, please, please. But uh, it's, uh, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary, but I have reasons to why it is and not scary. So I'll just say I'm mixed right now and allow whoever's next to give their initial thoughts. Um, Mark, I'm curious. Just give us give us your temperature check right now. I feel weird. Like, like I feel like... At like surface level, I should be more concerned about this because there's always the talk of how this could be the beginning of this grand monopoly uh, that Microsoft is going to be assembling, and they already own quite a bit of like important like publishers, let alone developers. But I really only think this purchase was able to happen because of the drama. Like this wasn't like Microsoft's conquest, like taking the next step forward. It was oh. We, like when in Rome, when Activision Blizzard over here is kind of sinking. Hey, do you want us to take the keys from you real, real quick? We we could take we could do this. So I, I imagine someone at Microsoft saw this as an opportunity, and the guys at Activision Blizzard were just like, "We just want to get the fuck out of here. You can have it. Just just pay us well. Uh, we can just bail and make this the best case scenario for all of us, and just like weasel out." Uh, so I don't think this is like, oh oh god, we have to be concerned. They're going to buy Square Enix. They're going to buy Capcom. I mean, maybe the the concern is someone does that in retaliation, but like I, I don't think Microsoft really needs to set uh set their view their views a little higher than this at all because I think they're good. They are very much good where they are right now with this purchase, and when they purchase something else, that's when the torches and the pitchforks come up. And it's like okay, they they have not had enough at that point. Activision Blizzard was not enough for Microsoft to finish themselves off, uh, but. I, I would hate to see Sony be like, oh, we have to buy Capcom Square Enix in response to this. That's that's when stuff starts getting scary. I agree. Um, let's just go around the horn here. So, James, what's your temperature check on it? Um, I, I'm i definitely in the middle as well. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, I agree more with Mark I, than being in the middle because he he has a point where it is scary to see everything kind of getting centralized. It's almost like Microsoft is basically becoming the Disney and of uh, the gaming 
world and it really shows how much money they can really throw around if they wanted to and how much they could really just take the industry basically with the amount of money they can just throw at these people um but uh, it is activision blizzard is not in a good place and it it is definitely better off in microsoft's current hands but it's just scary in a future sense and joseph um mostly to piggyback off of james where like as somebody who was a fan of a decent amount of activision and blizzard games it's really i'm excited to see a cleaning of house um to actually be able to get back into those games because after everything that's happened i've definitely soured on them so i hope that it's mostly going to be a positive for them uh, I can see it being bad in the long term, but for right now, it's just, I like to look at it glass half full. I uh, I mean, I agree with a lot of what everyone is saying, where it's kind of hard not to be in the middle on it, because on one hand, it is, Activision was just like completely going down the hole, and Blizzard especially, like, there is at least now a reasonable expectation of like expected blizzard projects might have a chance of living whereas if you asked me a week ago if i thought any blizzard projects had a chance of living i i probably would have said no um so things are going to be saved in some way we think because let's be clear we we all love xbox lately but um we still don't know if they're proven yet. They released two good games that have been in the pipeline, or three good games. I'll give them Psychonauts 2 as well. Age of Empires. Um, people like Age of Empires 4. All right, four good games that have been in the pipeline for a while, but all of this came after all of their acquisition stuff. We still don't know how like Starfield will come out and all of this other tangential stuff from the Bethesda purchase. And now they're adding on a significantly larger chunk of studios with m much more important IP, I would say. I mean, just Call of Duty alone, I think, dwarfs any Bethesda IP, Elder Scrolls included. Um, So there's just a lot of questions there. I agree this feels like the most monopolistic move, and I definitely don't like to see that, and nothing's going to break it up because I mean, you look at every single industry in the world right now and gaming has actually been kind of slow to turn into a monopoly. Whereas our lives are owned by Amazon and Disney right now, where which I is come not, down, it's not a good thing, but it's true. But where I come down on the whole, and I agree it is becoming a monopoly. We've talked about this. We've talked about the topic on the, on this show many times, but the point where I've now kind of forced myself to, come to is what was the alternative activision was mortally wounded by the last year and according to reports they were looking to sell after everything that had occurred the board had just gotten tired of it all so they wanted to get rid of the company and sell give it to someone else who was the alternative tencent facebook apple if the company has to go if someone has to buy it I mean, I'd rather it be Microsoft than everyone else I just listed. It doesn't make me like more comfortable to the idea as a whole. 
But if this was an inevitability after all of the scandal of 2021, then I don't see a better scenario as to who could have grabbed the reins of Activision than a company that's currently in the process of showing that it is nurturing and helping companies and purchases flourish in ways that they had never previously done and giving them the proper resources. But just... And again, there's a lot to go over. There's a fucking lot to go over. And another point that I come to is, look, it sucks that this is the fact of the matter. There was no other way Bobby Kotick was leaving. There was none. He was holding on for dear life. He was never going to leave of his own volition because men like him don't just do what's the, they they don't do what's right. They do what's best for them or what they think is best for them. If the only way to make a power hungry, money loving man leave is more money then I don't feel good about it, but if he has to fucking go, if that's the only way we do it, then fine. I know it's a win-win for him no matter what, but if we can at least start building Activision Blizzard into the company it should have always been instead of what Kodak did to it, then I kind of like what Joe said, that's the glass half-full approach, and I am forcing myself to look at it from that point of view. Well, yes, I completely agree, and I've seen plenty of people talk about how like oh this is horrible all these horrible people are gonna get all this money to leave and this just sucks and i i do agree that it sucks but it is unfortunately just the world we live in there was there was never a scenario where bobby Kotick wasn't going to leave with a fat fat paycheck even if they they went down the drain he was going to be leaving with some money because i mean i'm I'm almost surprised at how like weirdly realistic this show is, but I love the show Succession. And Bobby Kotick like literally is Logan Roy, who is like the patriarch big businessman of that show. And uh, like the parallels are insane, and even in season 3, two major plot lines include the company being embroiled in a ton of scandal and like everyone trying to take him down and the company in a panic move starting acquisition talks with other companies that are bigger than them and like moving extremely quickly with that and like billions of dollars exchanging and stuff. It it feels like this scenario, everyone's assuming that this took place over the course of like a year or two of, of constant negotiation I kind of think this might have been Succession Season 3. Like, I think this all just happened very quickly because of circumstance. And I actually, like, can't believe that I just watched that season of television and now I'm watching a real-life parallel happen at exactly the same time. It's crazy. Yeah, I I absolutely uh, do not think this was, like, a premeditated buy whatsoever it's definitely a buy of a buy and a sell circumstance they, they're like there's too much going on we're getting too far into a hole it, we need to just pawn it off on somebody else at this point yeah and uh one, one side note i want to mention just because like i won't deny i'm fairly interested in how big business works like i hate it but I, I can't say that I'm not intrigued because I just don't understand 
how you can be the type of person that is like wired to be in those rooms and like hobnobbing with people and exchanging just ungodly amounts of money. And my biggest question is, I I think Phil Spencer and Kevin Feige are two of the same in that these are just guys. Like the public sees them as just guys. Kevin Feige always has his hat. Phil Spencer always wearing a blazer and a gaming shirt. He's a real gamer. He must be like a fucking killer in a meeting room. Like, I can't imagine seeing that man go through negotiations like this. I just wish I could be like a fly on a wall because like he just has to have another side to him. That might be something only I'm interested in knowing, but I just find it. I've never really thought about it that way, but you do have a really good point. I mean, it just like makes no sense to me. Kevin Feige and Phil Spencer are also both similar in just taking fr- brands that were on the brink of death and pumping them so full of life that they've never been more successful after a certain point. Again, Marvel was selling off their movies left and right in the 90s just to keep the lights on. And after the disastrous Xbox One start from Don Matrick, who then basically sets the Xbox One on fire, then hops ship to Zynga, and then goes on to set that company on fire. Phil Spencer's now <laughs> handed the keys to the kingdom. It's like, all right, go make wine out of water. He's like, okay. And would I have preferred that they had just been able to make their own amazing first-party games in-house than having to purchase all of these studios? Sure, but... A common occurrence with many of these purchases, Bethesda, Double Fine, uh, Ninja Theory, kind of obviously Activision's Activision, but getting we're seeing it now with Activision, is they're buying a lot of companies that are, again, like I said, to varying levels, financially struggling. Like Bethesda had been, had just at that point, released game after game after game that either reviewed badly and sold poorly or may have reviewed well, say like all of dishonor too, but not selling well. And they were getting to a point where they're starting to bleed money. And that's when Phil starts the Phil and Todd Howard begin talking. Double fine was facing incredible financial strife. Like we've talked about many times, psychonauts too wouldn't have even had most of its final bosses and several levels. If Phil Spencer and Xbox hadn't come along, and as James talked about how this is probably a deal that came in the last few months with Activision, Activision was a wounded animal and it was bleeding out. Didn't really, obviously, again, I know it's still Activision, but they had, they had just stretched their development cycle throughout their entire company that nearly every studio they owned, Activision, had to be centered on their one franchise because they began to depend on it so much. And even when Call of Duty Vanguard is the best-selling game of 2021 and Call of Duty Cold War is the second best-selling game of 2021, and that's still not enough for Activision, that tells me that we're on fire. We can't be put out. We have to give this fire it, to someone. It else. doesn't help that uh, they have been hemorrhaging uh, wild players on the Blizznet side. That too. That too. Uh, and all been going over to Final Fantasy fourteen. Blizzard, uh, like James just said, World of Warcraft has been bleeding 
Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 probably in development hell. Blizzard hasn't been doing anything right. I just, every, every I, other than King, I don't know. I assume Candy Crush is still making Hanover Fist billions of dollars a year. I King is the so only. Well. That's insane yeah. to me. That's yeah. just another pilot. King is the only of their three pillars Activision, Blizzard, King. Blizzard and Activision, they're on fucking fire. You have poor. Toys for Bob, who brings Spyro and Crash back to life. They succeed. They review well. They sell well. But as we've seen with the way Activision decided to uh, put their company around that, oh, hey, Crash 4 sold several million units. That's pocket change. Go work in the Call of Duty mines. And Vicarious Visions was dismembered, basically, and any remnants of it were put in the blizzard. And it's just, and again, there's. I kind of want to start getting into like the developer and IP aspect of this because it is important. Not, I don't think it's the most important thing, but it is worth talking about. But I don't know, man. It's before, just... before we go full on into like talking about the games and the studios, I just want to bring up one more business point, and it's. Uh, I mean, it's typical you listen to a podcast. I'm going to bring up the the flaws of capitalism. Every everyone's bringing it up with this, but it's kind everyone of gather difficult around. to ignore. <laughs> is like, I I feel weird as a gaming fan because I've I've never been a part of the console war discourse or anything. But I think it's undeniable that most people at least have a preference, and you kind of like want your preference to do good. You. Like, don't take it to the level as a lot of people on Twitter and stuff being, like, abusive about it. But I've always kind of rooted for Xbox because I have an Xbox preference. And now I kind of feel like I'm rooting for the bank. Like, I'm rooting for the Yankees here who they're just – they can just buy anything. The Like, they could have just bought PlayStation probably. Like, do, do we think PlayStation is worth more than $68.7 billion? I kind of don't. I think it was not even worth it. <laughs> yeah, like... Their market cap was like 40, 48 or $58 billion. Uh, I, but, I mean, Microsoft, what did I think I saw, they paid 45% over Activision's uh, market cap uh, to buy them out. But still, like, it, I, I don't think Sony's worth that much. It's concerning from a business standpoint because the late stage capitalism thing that makes it all not work is that once there is, once certain entities have too much money, there's no stopping them without government regulation. And I kind of feel for the competition aspect here, specifically with Sony, because Sony and Microsoft are more at odds and Nintendo's just kind of doing their own thing and they're still going to succeed there. Um, there's nothing you can do if you're Sony. You just don't have enough money. And Microsoft is not running out of money. It's not like, oh, they just spent $68 billion and now they really have to take their time to make it all back. No, like Microsoft's probably going to make 68 billion back within like half a year or something. I'm pretty sure Sony only has someone posted projections. They only have like 40 billion on hand for like spending relatively. And then it, then it even makes me concerned of 
Sony is not always the most successful company as a whole. PlayStation is like their most successful brand. Um, like what if Disney wants to get into gaming and then Disney just decides, Oh, we own PlayStation now. Like uh, this is the scary future I'm envisioning where Disney, Microsoft and Amazon pretty much will just buy their way into this space and Tencent might still exist at that point. And then all of a sudden we have a four headed monster just destroying the consumer experience. There I'm are, I'm fairly worried about it. There are a lot of sci-fi books that have to do with the future being run by mega corporations, and uh, it, it's just pretty much the start. Really, <laughs> every nightmare scenario nothing. that Marco had, you have talked about. I was gonna say, and people just have learned nothing from <laughs> all this sci-fi. Not that necessarily everyone's reading it per se, but like, I think. Uh, I don't think we have to worry about Disney too much because they've only ever showed such little interest in games for whatever reason. But I think if we look at like it is very Apple, weird. Facebook, and Amazon, those are the three. Keep your eyes out on them. I don't know what they're going to do. Facebook's got this metaverse. Here's which... why Disney might just want, for the most part, the Sony movie division and then realize, oh, we get PlayStation too. And PlayStation is already established. They don't have to do anything to build up their gaming department or anything because they just bought one of the top two brands in gaming. Because I still think Nintendo and PlayStation are the top two brands in gaming. Microsoft is just a more uh, powerful corporation. Uh, Nintendo is the only one that I don't think ever gets bought. And I think it's purely because of their own pride. I don't think. I agree. Yeah, Nintendo agree. will never get bought purely because they don't fucking have to. They have. They don't have. A, do they have as much money as Microsoft? Of course they don't. They don't care. Like they're making fucking amusement parks in Japan. They're making movies and casting Chris Pratt and making memes. The Switch doing is whatever the fuck they want, really. Yeah, they're doing whatever the fuck they want. The Switch is probably because we haven't gotten the December and November numbers. I don't think the Switch is now probably in the top five best-selling consoles of all time. It's probably going to get number four, maybe even number three. The Switch is only going up. Nintendo software has never been selling better. The Nintendo brand has never been more successful, so they're fine. I worry for PlayStation. Not because I don't even I'm not even talking from an aspect of oh someone's gonna buy PlayStation PlayStation if and again we'll get to the games but if let's say theoretically Call of Duty is exclusive everything Activision is exclusive except even maybe Warzone if the best case scenario is Warzone still multiplayer everything else is exclusive PlayStation has to react because they've just lost they just lost the two best selling games on their console that they got thirty percent revenue for that's not pocket change. They have to react. And I don't know what that looks like. I back kill zone. But okay. Reinvent like, kill zone. Make it your own call of duty. Get the dust off of resistance and kill zone and bring them back into the fold. Okay. But maybe. that's clearly not the answer. Exactly. No, it's yeah, just not. It's just, it's just, that's just my own lot. I love kill zone still. I go ahead, Mark. I feel like the only solution that's like on the same level is Sony buys Bungie, but that's impossible. That would never Bungie would rather die than get purchased by anybody because I yeah, know they had such a bad experience 
uh, with before Activision. With, Activision. <laughs> with Activision and Microsoft that they were like, no, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. They're they're not. They will not sell. It's another like a pride thing at this point. Slash mm-hmm. almost like ex girlfriend trauma. All right, getting more into the games and the IP of it all, though, Joe, I do want to toss the question to you. Is Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive going forward? Absolutely not. <sighs> Agreed. Okay. Well, my my number one thing, at least in defense of it not being exclusive, is Phil Spencer's number one line of, we're here for the gamers. And I yeah. don't think that he's going to cut off one of, the, one of, if not the biggest game, from being on PlayStation. I agree completely. And that he, I, he's, I feel like he is pretty high up there on people that uh, preach for uh, cross-platform. So I feel like that he wouldn't take that away with one of the biggest games, like Joe said. I'll, I'll piggyback on you guys. I also do not think it's going anywhere because... Really? This is this is my reasoning for it. Everyone seems to think like, oh, you don't pay this amount of money just to like keep giving PlayStation Call of Duty. But I'm going to go the other way in that they just bought a corporate entity that is in complete fucking turmoil. And they need to make sure that this works somehow. And they can't just disassemble the Call of Duty machine. Mm-hmm. Because... That's where all of your value is coming from. And if you decide, like, uh, here's another point I need to make that is related. Everyone seems to think, like, oh, Call of Duty will be treated with care now, and all these studios will be able to go off and do their own thing. A Call of Duty machine has already been created. Toys for Bob, Vicarious Visions, Raven, all of these studios that once made games that people really liked, they've been... They've been decimated. They've been turned into support studios. They don't just all of a sudden become the Tony Hawk developers again. Like, I I don't I don't think they can do that. I think they have to keep this machine running because if they don't keep it running, then they really risk I having think, made a big mistake. Here. I think they'll still. I think they'll extend the machine a little bit, like give it more development time. But yeah, you're definitely right. They they're gonna have to spend time fixing these studios that they have fucked over and basically torn apart. They're gonna have to hire new teams and everything and basically build up the confidence and trust of those studios again, really. I think there's even a risk that uh this purchase almost exclusively results in IP. Um, which is not necessarily the worst thing. But some of these studios are in such disarray. Like, what are you going to do with Blizzard? Uh, do we think Overwatch 2 is going to be normal Blizzard quality? My guess is probably not because Blizzard has seen a shitload of turnover. And you think, well, oh, maybe maybe we can do what we did with 343 where they got Joseph Staten to guide Halo. Let's get some of the old guard of Blizzard to guide them again. Oh, wait, we can't do that because they're horrible people. So what are you going to do? How are you going to make Blizzard Blizzard again? I don't see how that happens. All right. Mark, uh, do you want to go or do you, do you want me to go? Because I think we I, agree on this. 
I, I know, I think we have similar takes. I'm a bit undecided. To, to answer the, the former question, do I think Call of Duty will go uh, console exclusive? I think it's more likely than not. But the big question is, and this is going to go for a question here for Blizzard games too, what does what the monetization look like in an Activision Blizzard game post-Microsoft acquisition? Because Activision Blizzard is notorious for ruining some of their games uh, because of the monetization. I, I don't know what a Call of Duty is trying to sell you on. Uh, or if they have to put one out every year, even at that point. Sure, like, Infinity, I, I don't know if Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer, and the other one, I don't know. Who's the third one? Do we uh, know? Treyarch. It's uh, Treyarch. Treyarch, okay, yeah, that's the one. Uh, like, I don't think Phil Spencer's going to be like, you're free now, you can make whatever you want. Who wants Crash? And just assuming someone on one of these studios is going to be like, me, 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 I want to be the Crash. Just studio. like no. a mascot Crash Bandicoot comes out on stage, we're all partying. <laughs> 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 I, like like when it comes to crash even like i don't know i wouldn't be i i don't know if i'd be surprised or not. i think everyone would be surprised that double fine was just like i'd do a crash bandicoot game we'll give it to us like who, who gets crash i don't know if you give it to toys for bob and vicarious visions like i don't know if it's too late i imagine a lot of people did leave that studio but go back to blizzard um i think assuming the lawsuits kind of go through to the best of their ability and like true reform comes to those studios i think Activision was like their biggest problem because that really restrained so much of their creativity and forced them to kind of to focus on monetization. Like Overwatch only came to be because they had to cancel a project they had been like cooking for so long trying to find the right answer for. You just had to turn it into Overwatch because Activision said, no, you're taking too long. Do something with this. It needs to ship. But Will Microsoft okay. do that. I don't know been hearing people just, are not happy with overwatch 2 so far too as well i mean it's yeah, just nowhere to be seen they're making a lot of a lot of weird moves from what we do know about it but um, yeah. i'm looking it up right now and activision and blizzard merged in 2008 yeah so wow, that's it, a long time ago it's not like oh there are people that have been waiting out this merger to uh to no longer be the case and they've just been like hiding in the shadows hoping they can survive like most of those people are gone so much of the old guard that established the the greatness of Blizzard, unfortunately, have been intimately tied to all of these harassment and worse scandals. Um, it's kind of like how, I mean, Microsoft bought Rare, and Rare very quickly became not what Rare was. And I, I feel like we're in danger of that with Blizzard. Right? All right. No, I'm chiming in. I'm chiming in. I think you're fucking crazy. I think you're nuts. Okay. I, you do not spend, Microsoft and Phil Spencer, they're not fucking stupid. You do not spend $68.7 billion to purchase a company and then just leave them and, or even try to, quote unquote, fix them. They are going to take every aspect of Activision, every studio, every studio in Blizzard, they are going to put them underneath underneath like a microscope and they are going to dissect every bit of rot from them is humanly possible. They are going to fix these studios as much as they humanly can because that $68.7 billion, that is them pointing to the sky and saying, I can fix him because I have to now. They don't have the luxury of letting Blizzard just turn into a rare and collapsing in on itself. I, dis I, I disagree with basically everything you've said. I think Xbox Call of Duty is obviously exclusive. 
I think it's obviously going to be exclusive. I don't think this year's or even next year's. I think every Call of Duty that has been contracted and has already started development in other consoles, I think will be seen to fruition. Then afterward, I do think that they are going to make them exclusive because they're going... Okay, yes, they make... Yes, PlayStation, when it was available on that platform, they made 30% of the revenue from every copy sold. I'm assuming Xbox probably had a similar deal. I'm assuming if they're willing to spend this much money on Activision that someone smarter than me has ran the numbers and thought, well, over time, if we're able to get more people onto Game Pass and onto the Xbox platform via having Call of Duty exclusive, over time, we'll make up the money. Not all of it, but enough to make this worthwhile and justified. I absolutely do not think all the Activision studios are going to stick to Call of Duty. I think that once Activision, the ink is dry, it is fully Microsoft's, they're going to slowly decouple a lot of the Activision devs and just... Toys for Bob is one of the main ones. Or I think, because again, they were seeing progress with Crash and Spyro. They were selling very well. And those might not have been good enough for Activision, but those are gonna having new spirals and crashes made from Toys for Bob on Game Pass Day One. That's massive because that's a genre that we've been talking about for the last year that Xbox has been desperately in need of because they seem incredibly reluctant to revive Banjo and Kazooie. I think Vicarious Visions. I agree, it's dead. It's in all of the press articles that were released yesterday and talking about all the studios that just got purchased. You did not see Vicarious Visions mentioned once because they're dead. What, what was Vicarious? What did they make? They made Tony the Hawk. Tony Hawk remakes. Oh, gotcha. Didn't they do the Crash and Spyro remake too? Or is that someone I thought else? Toys for, Toys for Bob did Spyro. Toys for Bob did Spyro and I think Crash 4. Vicarious Visions might have made oh, okay. the Crash remake. I, I do agree okay. with you. Um, I don't think they're going to lock the Call of Duty companies into Call of Duty. I think they're... They're going to basically keep them on hand for Call of Duty for the rotation, but I think they're going to extend the Call of Duty rotation to basically be like, you guys can develop your own stuff in that time. Yes, because Activision needed Call of Duty to stay alive, whereas Microsoft is fucking Microsoft. I think they're going to go to all the studios and be like, look, Call of Duty is being made, because of course it is. That's why it was one of the main reasons we bought you. But Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Sledgehammer, one of you is going to work on it, and you're going to get more time. And obviously, with all the studios and support studios we have, you're going to have plenty of help. But when you are done, if you want to finally go make something else, well, while the next studio takes over, while they've already been working on something, like while they and they work on the next Call of Duty, what do you want to make? I really think that's what's going to happen, especially poor Ravensoft, who has been the newest addition to the Call of Duty train with Warzone. I think Ravensoft hasn't been in it long enough with their anchor to it. And it, Ravensoft, like, hey, you already you already used to make different games. You've barely been a part of this. Raven Go make whatever the fuck has been around for a little while when it comes to Call of Duty. They've been a support studio for Call of yeah. Duty for a while. But it's like, what do you want to make? Go make it. Because all of the other studios that are under the Xbox Game Studios wing and Bethesda games, Phil Spencer has already said, and those developers have already said in interviews, that they that Phil Spencer and other the other heads of Xbox Game Studios go to them, and they ask us, what do you want to make 
If it's a good pitch, you've got our money, you've got our support, you've got the green light. I don't see why all of the Activision studios are different. I haven't even gotten the blizzard, but Owen, I think you wanted to say something. I just... One, I, I assume there's going to be at least some level of decoupling. Because if they can discover that we don't need like six different studios working on this one franchise, they would probably like to take advantage of that. But I just don't buy that part of this acquisition isn't the appeal of having the machine that's already running. They have this just content machine that prints billions of dollars every year. And I don't buy that they won't want to keep that alive. But because that we're content. not we're not talking about we're not talking about like, yeah, Skyrim has sold a ton of copies over the years and the next Elder Scrolls will too, and they're they're gonna miss out on some sales because it's exclusive. We're talking about a yearly what is I mean, five billion dollars a year from Call of Duty? Did do we think is that too much? Is that not enough? I don't know. <laughs> I All I know is that it makes the most money. It makes the most money in the games industry. So easily. Hang on, I'm just trying to get my words. I'm trying to get my words right. But the thing is, that Call of Duty machine was made to keep Activision alive because it was their main pillar. Yes, they had Candy Crush, but if Call of Duty were to ever implode under Activision, the alarms are going off because they have all the studios working on it. Blizzard's a fucking mess. That was their main, maybe second main, money machine. Microsoft doesn't have to have the Call of Duty machine because they have all these other avenues. Of making money that keep them afloat. They don't... And also, the PR is going to look awful for them if they leave the Call of Duty devs the way they are. Like I said earlier, they're not fucking dumb. And the way Phil Spencer was... Phil Spencer, when he was interviewed on January 10th, I don't remember from who, but it was... Someone talking about, oh, how is your relationship with Activision changing after all the lawsuits and allegations? And he says, oh, we've changed are the way we interact with them. Obviously, yeah, well, you, they decided the change is that they're, they're fucking hooking up with yes, them. They're getting I in know, bed with them. No, I, obviously, but Phil is having these interviews. He knows that this is the public perception, that everyone's looking at them like, hey, if you're really going to take them on, it's on you to fix this. He is not going to leave that Call of Duty machine in the way it is when it has made developers quit the industry in droves because it is soul-sucking and incredibly tiring with little to no benefit to the developer's well-being he's not going to allow that image to still be the face of call of duty development after they've spent that much money i'm not even like i like phil spencer i know some people are like oh i can't believe xbox has tricked everyone into thinking phil spencer's their friend i'm not naive and i think people who are saying that it's a bit bit nihilist bit too nihilistic for my taste i don't think he's my fucking best buddy but i also think he's a human being who wants to make more money and also have good pr and a good public reputation because the way he's been able to bring xbox out from the fucking grave that it was in after don matrick is by using his good pr and his reputation to make these deals happen i I I do want to believe what you think is going to happen. I'm just I'm a little more cynical on that. I just don't see 
Call of Duty going anywhere or even shifting at all from the way it currently exists. Maybe maybe like a year gap happens or something, and that would be a big deal, but I still think there's going to be a Call of Duty machine. I want to uh, open up the floor to any more Call of Duty opinions here, and then we can finish it off with Blizzard talk. Um, but the, uh, Call of Duty. The only thing I'd want to say about Call of Duty is like, I think the... the the eyes can only be on Vicarious Vision and Toy Story Bobs. I think that's the, those are the studios that maybe can get away. Uh, maybe not like like Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, and Treyarch. If they're not making Call of Duty, they're making something that is very similar to it because that's what they've been built to do for over a decade now. Uh, even if they're not making Call of Duty, they're making some hyper-realistic first-person shooter because they're the best in the biz at doing that. So they're going to keep doing that. Uh, whether that's Call of Duty or not, I, I think that's up to Microsoft, but I don't see why they wouldn't. I, and I we are, uh, I just want to add to that, we are talking about the company that has uh, the Coalition and 343 Industries, two teams that are named after the only games that they make. <laughs> like, it's it's not a problem, really, for them to keep making Call of Duty. I think it's just more interesting to think what Call of Duty looks like under Microsoft, because that that could be very different in itself. Is it still released annually? I want to ask all of you that right now. I don't um, think so. I think they might extend. I think they're going to extend the cycle at least a year, make it two years. I say, you know, I'll I'll stay consistent with my opinions here. I'll say yes. Mark, Joe, I'm, I'm uncertain if they will like. I'd be curious to see if they want to step away from it, but I don't think that they actually will. I think it's I think Call of Duty stays on the same schedule. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> Joe, and Joe, it, it definitely stays annual. Um, I do want to believe in what you're saying about like a lot of the studios being like pulled away from it. My only concern with the whole argument you just made was them be them making it exclusive because the the biggest thing that i took away from it was they're from your perspective they're trying to just make back the money you don't make a deal like this if you're not trying to make that back and then some and you're just cutting off an entire avenue of money if you just say okay it's under microsoft studios now it's only going to be on xbox but Game Pass, Joe. But Game Pass, getting okay. people onto a PC. Now but... I have, I have one on more both. like basically business take that I have to give here, and it's that the Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella has been very public about how he's like totally behind everything that Xbox is doing, and clearly, Xbox is is making money. I do believe that as a whole, they are making money. But they are not making this kind of money. This money came from Microsoft. This did not come from Xbox. And there has to come a point in the business world where, yeah, they wanted to be consumer-centric, consumer-friendly, and offer the best deal they possibly could to get people in the door on everything. And things are going to have to turn. They're going to have to start making moves that are actively for profit. And I think this is that turning point. 
we'll see what happens. I'm still confident. And again, when it comes to the Activision Studios themselves, the one I will die on being decoupled and freed is Toys for Bob. Because they've barely been on it. Spyro and Crash are too popular. Xbox desperately wants those kinds of games and the X and on Game Pass. As soon as that ink is dry, Toys for Bob will be freed from their chains and allowed to leave the Call of Duty mines and go see natural sunlight. I I do love the idea of uh, Toys for Bob getting like out of those mines and being like Banjo Kazooie. Let us do it. Come on, we're the guys. We can do it. I, I also like that idea. And Owen has a point. It's like Xbox didn't buy. Activision Blizzard, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. So Phil Spencer, he can do what he can, but he really he has his higher ups. Um I wanna open up the floor for any Blizzard talk and then we can get out of this topic. Um I gave my thoughts on how I I think Blizzard might be too drastically different of a company. Um, I I think this is this is the stance where yeah, I think I heavily disagree with you, Owen, on how you think Blizzard is like drastically different. Well, it's very true. A lot of the people aren't with Blizzard anymore because of a it's been so long, and b uh, over the past two years, just all the shit that has gone down that has forced and pushed people away from that company. I think Blizzard is one of the most special companies in the games industry, though, in the sense where some people like will have. Like like where Nintendo is this dream job where people have this passion for this one company. If I were to say like there's like five top companies where these fans are loyal to to this company to the point where they 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 idolize wanting to work there, Blizzard is top three. And I still think even after everything that's happened, I, I think it's fell maybe a little bit, but I think people still believe in them so much. And if if Microsoft truly can, uh, really do something about the culture. I, I don't know, like, I worry that Blizzard's, Activision Blizzard's going to really struggle with their, their pushes for unionization now that they have to deal with Microsoft uh, there. I don't know if that's going to happen now, which is a bummer. But, Probably not. Yeah, and I, I, but I think hopefully when it comes to their creation... treatment than they had before where they won't James, need it, hopefully. James, trust me, there's going to be kombucha in the office. It's going to be great. They're going to have a slide. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Blizzard... I think again, Activision, Call of Duty, Crash, Spyro, Tony Hill, all those that's what that's again, that's one thing. Blizzard, like Mark said, there's a magic there that very few other developers have or had. I think Bioware falls into that category of they once had it, it's long gone. I think Nintendo has it. And they Microsoft knows this. And I think I could be talking out of my ass with this but i think once the ink is dry phil meets with the heads of blizzard and he says give me your slate of games we're gonna delay these indefinitely and we're gonna give you whatever you need to make these as good as you can because everyone's already seeing this as your reboot this is your second chance to become now look bobby he's gone he's locked out of the building i've taken his keys this is phil spencer talking he's taking his keys we're not returning his calls bobby and his friends are gone there is no, um, yeah, exactly. There's no scary businessman anymore telling you how to run this building. You need to get the public's trust back. We can put out as many good PR messages for you and give you as much money and manpower as you need. But at the end of the day, if people end up liking you more and 
giving you another chance. It will be down to what you do, guys do with these games. Delay Diablo 4. Delay Overwatch 2. What the hell, the hell you have to do to World of Warcraft? Do it. We'll give you the money. Put as much time as you need into these because these are your reemergence. These are This is you coming back into the public after having new management, new expectations, and no longer being told what to do. Do what you have wanted to do. Be Blizzard. Maybe the uh, best thing going for them with this acquisition is that their current president, Mikey Barra, came from Microsoft after being an executive there for uh, about 20 years. So either either this will prompt him to, to leave, which would be a bad sign, or it would be uh, like a good partnership, like someone they already know and they can help build Blizzard back up. But I think I've said everything I need to say on this topic. Speak now if anyone else has any more takes. I think the last thing I'd want to say, like it's something I don't think a lot of people are, are considering right now, like Microsoft, also a very old game company. It's been around. What if like all the stuff that's happening at Activision Blizzard, now that these people who are rallying now have to deal with Microsoft, they climb up the ladder and now stuff starts falling out of Microsoft and now controversy starts bleeding up to them. And now we don't look at Microsoft the same after some stuff that might come out. Like I, I think that's very possible here because I know... I, I would bet money that Microsoft is definitely a lot of skeletons they're hiding in their closet over the years. But they've hit oh, them pretty damn absolutely. well. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My um, final thoughts on this topic. Yeah. I, I, my final thoughts are I do not think this is a great thing. I also do not think it's horrible. I think it where I am concerned, well, a lot of my big concern is, I hear a lot of people who are, who lean more on the positive side of, but Phil Spencer's great, he cares, that's wonderful. What about if it, what if, what happens if his replacement doesn't give a fuck? Peter Moore and the 360 team were great. Then came Don Matrick, and he nearly single-handedly killed the Xbox. He did everything in his power to kill that fucking brand. And then Phil comes, and here we are today. It's like Bob Iger for Disney. What happens if Phil's next if, if his successor is a businessman again? I have a I have a take. Uh, you're you're bringing something up here. Um, I think this move is not only a sign that Phil is for sure like a Microsoft lifer because he's already been there like for a few decades. I'm pretty sure. Um, and. I think he has no plans of leaving, and if he ever leaves Xbox, I'm starting to wonder, does he have a play at at the throne, at Microsoft CEO? Does he have a play for that? Oh my god. I want to live in that world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be pretty interesting. If I mean, if after this Activision deal, if Xbox starts making the fucking money that, say, Windows, or like, on par with Windows and other important branches. Yeah, I could fucking see that. I mean, it's. I think anything's on the table. Right. And, uh, Sp- Phil Spencer just takes Xbox and splits off from Microsoft at one point. He buys Xbox. Everything. Yeah, he buys Xbox and all the studios and just runs off. <laughs> all right. Are we ready to move on? Uh, yeah, I think I am. I th- right. think so. Oh, you know. Perfect. Now, 
we're we're gonna fit everything into this episode. I swear to we'll God, just, it's gonna happen. We'll just how much? We'll how much time? Yeah, how far in are we now? What was that like? We're we're an hour in. Oh my God! But um. <laughs> I'm we're tempted still to talk. hold off on my my what I've played just because like we we got a lot of episodes. Hey 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 hey! It can be quick. We're gonna talk about what we've played, and we're gonna start with my good buddy, Joseph Drew. Joe, what have you been playing? I mean, I only got three quick things. Um, first one, I've been hopping back into Fortnite lately, just because after we stopped playing Warzone, I've just had an itch for a battle royale. And me and my old roommate have been playing a decent amount, and it's still fun. How's the web swinging? I've only tried it once or twice. It's cool, but it's completely unnecessary, in my opinion. Are a lot of people doing it? Like, I I know it's a thing. I see it on social media all the time, but I don't know if it's, like, meta or anything. I think it is because I've gotten killed many a times by somebody web-slinging into my base. Oh no! So so it it might be up there in the meadow right now. I believe it. It seems like it'd be pretty strong. I mean, I just like the idea of just like you spend like a solid two minutes like fortifying yourself, only for some guy to just climb it in one second, just defying the the rules of the game. It, it is pretty cool. Um, honestly, I just miss when Fortnite was at its peak when we were like early mid college. I agree. I do. I do miss that version of Fortnite. That was fun. It's dead and gone. Tomato Town's still in the game? No, it is long gone. Oh, God damn it. Tilt the Towers wow. just came back. It did just come back. I haven't it played left? it yet. It got frozen been for gone. a while. Oh, it it just got froze. destroyed. Okay. It got blown up, frozen, and now it's made its return. Damn, okay. Wow. Warren went out for Tilted Towers now, but Tomato Town, the real loser today. Rest All right, Joe, peace. your next thing. Um... Secondly, I've been going through my Brilliant Diamond playthrough, having a lot of fun with that, um, after beating Shining Pearl, so my second wow. time playing the remake. And Grind then, does not stop. Oh, never, never. Um, and then the last thing is Tales of Arise. I took a nice little week-long break from it, threw another five hours into it, Currently at like forty-one hours, and I think I think I'm at the last legs of it. I think I, I'm almost done. I think from what I've heard secondhand, you might be almost done, but you might have almost done might mean another twenty. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, hoping to beat it before um, another Pokemon game that is coming out soon that we'll talk about later. But yeah, will we? Will we talk about it later? Oh, I think we will. I think I, I think I think it'll it's come clearly up. on the table. If we all have so many picks, it might come to a point we are scrapping or scrapping or scratching the bottom of the barrel. I think oh, is I've like got what the bottom of the barrel picks. I've got oh, the bottom of the barrel. All right, well, save it, save it. My hands are on the wheel. I'm driving us. Joe just did a wonderful job, and not taking up too much time here. And we're moving on to James. James, what have you been playing? Uh, based on a recommendation you gave me last week. Um, I actually bought and played Unpacking, and oh, it was a great time. I <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, Did you finish it? Yeah, I played through the whole thing. I um, I have not still. I I just booted up randomly when I want to do a level. It uh it takes about three to three and a half hours to do it completely, 
Um, I played it over like three days. I didn't play it all at once. Um, but uh, honestly, I played through it again when I'm just kind of bored or don't really know what to play. It's a, it's a nice, cool. relaxing game. Yeah. Um, I've been messing with VR, which I showed you earlier. Some. Uh, okay, then. Uh, some cool stuff I figured out how to do. Um, but otherwise, uh, something you also mentioned last week that I liked how you put it with Undertale as a blind spot game. Um, a game that was a blind spot for me, surprisingly, is actually Final Fantasy VII. Ooh, like so, the original? Yeah, I had never, I've never played the original Final Fantasy VII. Um, I just bought and I've been binging the remake uh, part one of oh, Final Fantasy shit. VII. Yeah. Um, I am already on chapter 12 of 18. That's um, further than I got. Um, I'm actually, I thought it was closer to like a 60 hour game for some reason, but I found out it's only like 30 to 35 and it actually bummed me out when I found that out. Um, but at the same time, when I first heard it was at, like they were doing the parts and making it kind of like episodic, I was like skeptical, but being the way I am now with like, longer and open world games i am completely okay with it being in parts because i feel like it's made it a lot more digestible i'm uh i'm happy to hear that i ended up stalling out around chapter 13 i believe but i i have full faith in you you're a much better gamer than i am in that like you just you love the grind you push through and i i was not as fully ready to fucking binge the rest of that game i'm so excited and then i actually my the thing that got me into it was I was thinking of playing Final Fantasy 13 again because I never beat that and it's on Game Pass along with 13-2. Um but then I was like you know what I've played this or at least I've attempted this fuck it let's just make a terrible financial decision and I paid for the remake. Nice. And I can't wait for the part 2 which I'm going to guess is like 2023. Hopefully, yeah. I think you're so we gotta see. We gotta see Final Fantasy 16 first, then we'll talk about Part that's, Two. Uh, right? yeah, that's fair. I uh, that is, I kind of forgot about 16. It's gonna oh. take like 12 years that's... for the whole remake to come. Oh my god, yeah. Wait, Final Fantasy 16 was that the chaos thing or was that no, no, no? That's that's Strangers a... of oh, Paradise. No. That's a different <laughs> game entirely. Which maybe we'll be talking about that later. Oh we'll god. See. <laughs> I want to see who grabs it. The only thing I know is chaos. Ugh. All right, all right James. Written by Tetsuya Nomura. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> all right. Peter Gorski, what have you been playing? Now, I've, you know, still binging my Halo. I have Halo every day. I usually play for at least two to three hours every day. But I also started a new game. Uh, don't don't call me that. I have also started a new game, and I'm very oh. far into it. And that little game is called Doom 2016. Wow, nice. Yes. Okay. And it's a. F- I decided after our game of the year talk and a little bit of our chat last week when I talked about how I don't want Ratchet to just snort cocaine for Mark to like the game. <laughs> I've decided that this year I'm going to play not only, obviously, and I had already promised to play Doom, but I want to play just some video game ass video games. I want to play video games that are fun. I want to play video games that aren't so up their own assholes with story. And I like great story in games. I'm not someone who Oh, I don't like narrative storytelling in my games. I just want to play. No, I don't you care. I feel like a badass and rip yeah. and tear. I want to, I'm going to rip 
and then I'm gonna tear. Cause so far this game, so goddamn fun. I'm liking it a lot. I think I'm kind of I'm past the halfway point. I think I don't think the game is very long. I'm liking it a lot. I love the speed of this game. You don't have a sprint. You're just always going fast. I love how you don't even have to reload in this game. It's just shoot, shoot, shoot out of ammo. Next gun, shoot, shoot, shoot. Next gun, okay. The story is there if you want it, but it's never forced down your throat. And again, I'm usually someone who loves paying attention to story in games, but after Halo Infinite and that first-person shooter campaign that just had me scratching my head and confused to all hell about a narrative, I just like playing a game where it's like, there's some demons with really cool designs, and they're all very different from each other. Go kill them! I've tried, okay? to, play that. I've tried to play that game like twice, and I don't know, I've fallen off of it. Well, uh, time. well, well Final P- Fantasy Peter, right Yeah. I'm I'm thrilled to hear this. I'm thrilled to hear you're having a good time because I love that game. That's and, all. Yeah. Uh, and if I like you're... it, probably doing Doom Eternal afterward. That's nice. that's my plan. You're completely right about the story because I don't know a goddamn thing that happens in that game, but I still love it. But I I had seen you playing it on Xbox, and like I've been anticipating this moment. And with you, I'm always scared. Like, is Peter about to come in and hate a game that I like? <laughs> No, I'm happy great. that you're enjoying it. It's very good. Very good. I'm definitely going to beat it, and I will definitely be playing Doom Eternal immediately after, or not not that far after, and that's it for my week. All right. Uh, Mark, you can take it. Huh, Owen, because I finished a game, and I have my closing thoughts on Yakuza Kiwami 2, ooh, a, ooh. a game I really, really liked by the end of it. Easily my second favorite Yakuza game, and now I feel like I am very acquainted with Yakuza lore at this point, and uh, really solidifying my fandom of the series. Where if I've... anyone wants to uh, email bnygamingpod at gmail.com, we have the Yakuza lore expert here. <laughs> That's uh, right. You can only ask questions that encapsulate Yakuza 0, Kiwami 1, and Kiwami 2. And you can only write them in Japanese. English yes. subtitles are allowed, though. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right, Mark, continue. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, the thing with uh, Kiwami 2 is that it's it's really mended the whole. Like, like last year, I left off with Kiwami 1, which I thought was a fine game, which made me dread maybe Yakuza wasn't going to be everything I wanted it to be. But Kiwami 2 makes me realize, okay, there, there are more Yakuza is a series is more than just Yakuza Zero because Kiwami Two I found to be a just a really cool and different Yakuza game, and at the same time also delivered on a lot of the things I wanted to see from Kiwami One, uh, which was a lot of tie-ins like to Zero at the very least, and Kiwami Two really tries to do that. Uh, Kiwami One is just trying to be the first Yakuza game that actually set up the whole series. But Two is Two is going the distance to, to make Yakuza 0 fans feel good about the, the game that they played and loved. And not not just that, but like to separate, I, I'm always making the comparison to Yakuza 0. Something I've, I think I've, I've realized that I've liked a lot about Yakuza as a series is that I'd say like over the past couple of years, like I've just really fallen off of a lot of uh, animes, even some JRPGs just like don't grab me because there's certain tropes or just certain parts of it that I just will lose zero. I will lose all my interest immediately. And Yakuza has a lot of the stuff I've loved about anime and like Japanese media with minimal 
of the downsides that like sometimes we'll like walk the line and not go like miles past the line. And I love that. It makes me feel like I like it. I, I don't feel guilty liking Yaxa. There's some there's some parts of the game that are just like weird, but like they try really hard to be weird. Like even in Yakuza Zero, there is there's these collectible cards that just like have actual woman like on the cards. Like I, I don't know if they're actually porn actresses, but like you're just collecting these cards, which is just strange. Like that's so absolutely strange. But then like when you collect all of them, the game shames you for collecting all of them and basically wow. calls you a weirdo for having found all these cards. I love that. I, I don't know to exactly what degree it does it, but like I respect it a lot. And even in Kiwami and Kiwami 2, because Yakuza is so uh, famous for all of the crazy side content, just random things you can do in the games, there's like always like a video store, just like an adult video store in these games. And like whenever you, you go there, they're always like either like like in this attic of a building or basement of a building and the music just stops when you go to these places. <laughs> And like Kiryu can like rent a video and just like you go in there and you just like watch Kiryu. Just you don't get to see the video, you can hear the video that's playing. You just watch Kiryu watch this in silence. Oh, my and it's, God. it's just I, so I love hard. that. I, have, I awesome. love it so much. It's so fun. It's so funny. And, and the game is already just so funny, just what it's already doing. And like it's, it's also just so dramatic as well. And like there's a lot of like dull moments I feel like in the drama. Like all the Yakuza games I've played so far. Really, like, have a strong ending and a mostly, mostly strong ending. I didn't think Kiwami's ending was as strong, but I, th- I really like Kiwami two and Yakuza Zero's endings. But they just like to put so much, so many characters and so many plot lines on the board, and sometimes that's to its intrigue of just like, oh, I don't know who's who to trust. I don't know who the bad guy is. I don't know what's going to happen next. But sometimes a lot of the pieces on the board are just not very interesting at a time. And then, like, a reveal is like, oh, we just put more bo- pieces on the board. And I'm like, I still don't care about what's happening. Let's go back to what happened in Act 1. They introduced some cool stuff back there. And then somehow they find a way to wrap it up. And I screamed when I tried finishing this game because play- I played this game in the living room with one of my roommates. And from the beginning of the game, he made some bullshit prediction that I he, he was pulling out of his ass and he was just like, writing me about it just like oh this is gonna happen mark just you wait and then like third last chapter when i when the plot almost is seemingly figured out the, char- the main character is just like pull out this file and it's like actually this is the twist now and i'm screaming because he was right he was absolutely right about this <laughs> bullshit thing that had no no rational reason to happen it kind of maybe kind of did like if when when it plays it like i guess you can do this your story can do this but I, I liked it in the end, that, even that twist. Uh, strong ending. I love Kiryu Kasuma. He's a shonen protagonist that I think is still as, as familiar of a character archetype that really is. He's got a lot of heart. And I love playing as him, and I love all the stupid things he does in combat. I've seen, I never got to do it, but I've seen like like an item he can pick up is just like a box of nails and he'll just throw he just shoves nails in people's mouths it's like one of the, the <laughs> actions he can do in the game and just like he'll punch them but he's they've got fucking nails in their mouth <laughs> he's so violent but in this story he's just such a humble a passionate man and it's yakuza and i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to going to the next one next year even though i hear yakuza 3 is the worst one in the series but uh other than yakuza kwami 2 I started playing Captain Toad Treasure Tracker uh, as well. Ooh. Uh, interesting little game. 
I'm I think I'm like halfway through it. I'm trying to finish it as quickly as possible because it's free for Nintendo Switch Online users right now. So Whoa. anyone here, anyone here can play it for the next until tomorrow at midnight. Then it's no longer available. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, like there's not a lot of time left. The clock is ticking on Captain Toad if you want to go on an adventure with him. But uh, it's it's neat. I I like 3D World a lot, and the Captain Toad levels are really cool. What this game is based off of. Uh, there's just a lot of really cool, intricate puzzles. Like they're all really small and self-contained, and they're not necessarily the most difficult. Even though I've gotten some a game over a couple of times because I'm just trying dumb stuff. Like I, if this was a Dark Souls, I wouldn't have gotten a game over. Like if I if this game was a notoriously difficult game, I promise, guys, I wouldn't have gotten a game over. Oh, okay. I got it. Just so you know, like this is I'm saying this is an easy game and I've gotten some game overs, but like I'm still really good at the game is what I'm trying we to say. We believe you. We believe Th- you. Thank you. Thank you. OK, good. Now that that is uh, uh, addressed, uh, I think I just really like this game for its puzzles and quirkiness. It's very much got that Nintendo charm where the levels I feel like keep delivering. The, the puzzles aren't getting stale, really, even though like some of these mechanics, a lot of them are pulled from 3D World. A game that I think is already completely underrated, and even in the scope of Mario games, so like you're already working with good material. But uh, really cool, casual puzzle game. It's like like I I think I mentioned before that I really wanted to try more puzzle games like Super Liminal, uh, Manifold Garden, like those trickier puzzle games. Captain Toad, not what I had in mind, but Nintendo Switch <laughs> said, "Sure, here here it is." Uh, but it's cool. It's it's not the, the intense puzzle game I wanted to play, but it's a good puzzle game I like so far. Even has a cute, quirky little story that kind of goes on. Well, is that all you've been playing? Uh, I've also been playing Wordle. Wordle. Yeah. Perfect. Great game. Well, I would just like to remind the listener that if you only tune in for Mark's Yakuza talk, we'll see you next year. He'll be yeah. doing it yet again. Yakuza 3, maybe some controversial opinions, but uh, I'll finish this off here. I technically, I have some surprising games to talk about, but I'm not far enough into any of them to have really concrete opinions, so this should be pretty quick. But it all starts last Sunday. At nighttime, the Buffalo Bills were going to be playing a playoff football game. And when playoff football is happening, I like just watching as many of the games I can because I like football. But when I don't really care about what's happening between the Bengals and the Raiders, I wanted a Switch game. So I was just going to play, uh, maybe play that game, the Swindle I mentioned last week. Uh, but I, wa- I wasn't really in the mood for getting my ass beat in that game again. So I looked at the store and I decided... It was time. I hope it's it was time Kong. to pull the trigger. I hope it's Donkey It was Kong. time to pull the trigger. There was I a sale so going too. on. It's so rare that sales are happening on the Nintendo eShop, especially Donkey for first-party games. And I have started playing Donkey Kong Jungle Freeze. We fucking go. We fucking do here. That's what we do. I'm literally only like I've completed like the first world, so I can't say that much about it, but... It's fucking Donkey Kong. I love I love Donkey Kong and the cast of characters. Nintendo charm, as Mark brings up. And I enjoy 2D platformers. One thing I need to learn as, as a person that does this and speaks about games and at least attempts to sound smart about them is I don't I don't know what really makes 
a good 2D platformer, like, good. But this feels like a good one to me. I like it. <laughs> I'm enjoying my time. Um, and maybe that's all I need to say. Maybe all I need to say is that it's fun and I'm having a good time. But, uh, I, Mark, I actually want to ask you. I feel like if anyone would know, like, what makes a good 2D platformer, it would be you. Do you have any insight? I mean, the, the staple answer, the golden rule of a good platformer, the jump has to be really fun to use. Not just, like, necessary, but, like, it's got to feel good. And I think with Tropical Freeze, you've got three different good jumps, depending on who your partner character is, let alone, the, the like, the level design, which is a whole other thing where, like, is the game going to keep surprising you and keep you on your toes? Is it going to be tight? Is it fun to keep moving? Don't like the two I the ride and die two platformers I put above all else that I just don't stop talking about. And it comes to 2D games is Celeste and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. They are the cream of the crop, I think. Wow. And I all think right. both of those games have that where the mechanics are really cool and the jump is great. It is just great. I I've played half of Celeste in the past. Don't remember much of it. Maybe I should make some time for that this year. But uh, Donkey Kong, it's been fun. Um, I played a little bit before getting on here today, and I'll be playing more of it as I watch random football games. And uh, it's not going to be something I'm rushing to beat or anything. I'm just going to play it fairly consistently, I think. Peter, and I just realized how boring you are in the, in the fantasy thing. Why? Why? Where the hell was this coming from? <laughs> He's talking about the games he played. I know. <laughs> You just put your name in as for your user, and I just... Peter I, World Incorporated, because you're yeah, all living in my world. Hey, hey. We don't know what that is hey. yet. We don't know what don't that is. Don't me. Hey. fucking swung. I'm you didn't have to say it. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Be the bigger person, Peter. True. All right. Sorry. Shit, man. I'm just listening to all talk about Donkey Kong and James spits in my mouth. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> okay. I have one more game. We can We can make it, guys. We're gonna have a draft Don't after this. Look at me. Talk to him. He put. He was teacher. He Peter, was talking. He said guys. He said this. guys. He was talking this, to everyone. Peter. It's over. No. He's going no to this is all It always happens. James does whatever the fuck he wants to do, and then I get yelled at for it. This is all audio. I never looked at anyone. But you do. I, I want to talk about my last game. I want to talk about my last game, which is I've played about two hours of Outer Wilds. And my thoughts so far are a little complicated, I would say. Okay, fairly it's, so. It's about um, it's about what I expected from the main gameplay loop in that I knew it was going to be kind of a slow exploration-based. I knew space was involved. And, like, I'm trying to piece together some sort of story. Um, the music, still fucking amazing my favorite part of the game by far. And even if I don't ultimately like this game, which I think I'm going to, um, I'm still always going to love the music here. I'm a little, uh, maybe underwhelmed is the right word. A little thrown off by the art direction, which I don't love specifically whatever like alien race that you are and everyone is at Timberhearth. I just, I don't love, like, they just look super cartoony and weird to me. Like, I oh, can't I think like of the, a perfect comparison, but... Um, I like the whimsical nature of the art style. May, maybe maybe that's what I'm not 
loving, but it's not like the type of thing that I'm not loving to the point that I don't want to play the game or anything. Uh, I I just started it like a night mm-hmm. ago, and okay. I haven't had any uh any time to play anymore. Like, but, do you mean do you mean like specifically like the design of the Harthians or like the whole the world of Timber? I I would say the Harthians okay. specifically. Okay. Um, but beyond that, I uh I've been solid with the spaceship. <laughs> um. I know this is a game that everyone is always like so cautious to tell you anything about it because like if anything is spoiled, it's ruined. But I'm not sure if I'm finding that to be the case unless there's like, I'm sure there are elements that will surprise me later on in the game. But even people are are so scared to give you any idea of what what you even do in this game. And I, I just think it's not a problem to say that like, you're just going to planets and there are landmarks and you discover story at those landmarks. Like, I think it's cool. Um, I don't know. I may, maybe I sound a little too much like a wet blanket talking about this game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm only, I'm only two hours in maybe, maybe it's not going to meet my expectations. Uh, it's possible because I've put a lot on this game, especially liking the music as much as I do. But, um, Yeah. Too early to say. I uh, picked it up, and I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't hitting. It wasn't scratching that itch. So that's why I switched over to Final Fantasy. And it's been- my my thing here is I've listened to the music so much, and I've heard Mark talk about it so much, and just in general, I I like uh, being in the know on pretentious games, and this is a. a poster child of it and pretentious can be disparaging towards it but it is what it is like this is not a game for everyone it's true um, it's really not. and uh i i want to see it all through i i want to be able to say that i played this game and hopefully i come out the other end loving it it's just inconclusive so far i've got something for you owen a little carrot on the end of the stick for your outer wilds journey let's hear it when you finish outer wilds if you finish outer wilds I will play an indie game of your choice. Effectively, okay. immediately, whenever it sure. happens. Sure, I already have it picked out. And it's going to be a that's really a, easy that's one. That's a terrible... Mark playing an indie game. He already does that. What is... It's like, oh, <laughs> Owen no. does this, Mark. You're going to have to eat a pickle. Well, like, oh, holy shit. Peter, get the Peter, fucking cameras. This is, this is where you and I differ. You look at the world and you look at, at, at yourself. You're, you're a tower. You're about a medium-sized tower. Well, it's my role. You're all just living in you, it. You see all these other towers, and you think, "I want to take them down. I want to break their kneecaps and James make sure that they're they're sitting lower than me." When this I is... sat here and said nothing, and I'm the I'm the antagonist. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy a lot swinging. Of, I'm hearing a lot of whataboutism here. I'm speaking about you right now. <laughs> I'm blaming in negativity, Peter. You're, you're you're trying to take down down the towers. I'm thinking of this as, you know what, Mark? I want to raise your tower. And I'm so glad that he's extending this olive branch because I'm going to introduce him to a game that, that may change his life. So James and can I, break my nose I'll take and that you say, Peter, you're getting blood on the carpet. Peter, this is stop about community. To down his tower. Stop. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to fuck myself. I'm We're sorry. trying to, We are. this is a place where we are enjoying games together and building community, Peter. Like, I hear Owen's enjoying a game that I know I love. It's like, you know what? 
he's he's doing this maybe not just he's not doing this just for me or anything like that's just not what it is but i'm so happy about it that i want to share in this experience if, if owen's making me feel this way i want to make owen feel this way as well you know peter maybe maybe if you played some of the games i recommended we i'd play games you recommend but yeah i don't think that i don't think that exchange happens here <laughs> all right well this has been a a nice time of uh hand holding and really coming together and realizing that Peter is the enemy. Yeah, yeah, um, you know it. <laughs> but as we enter this fantasy critics draft, we're now yeah, all enemies of each other. I we're now everyone. all enemies of each other. And fuck you, Joe. I'll, I'll give a quick um, kind of like rule overview for the listener. Um, <sighs> this is a league where we're drafting games that are supposed to come out this year. And it bases it off of Open Critic, which is pretty much Metacritic with a different name. And if you draft a game that scores above a 70, every point above the 70 is a point for your team. And then I believe if it gets above a 90, every point above a 90 is two points. Um, so there's that. We are drafting six teams or six games each. But our teams are going to be 12 games big. So we there's going to be an addition process after the draft. We will not do that on air. But we're going to revisit this league throughout the year and give updates and stuff. Uh, there's also a concept called a counter pick, which after we pick all of our games, you have to pick the games that you want to bet against that are on another player's team. So if Mark selects a uh, Pokemon Legends and I think it's going to be shit, I could counterpick that. And then if it gets above a 70, I believe every point that it gets above a 70 is subtracted from my score, but if it gets below, I am then gaining points. Uh, additional rules include drops. As long as it's unreleased, you have unlimited, except if your game has been counterpicked. So you are not allowed to drop a counterpicked game. Um, and I believe those are all the rules I have to go over. Oh Peter, boy. Can, can you think of any that I may have missed? No, I think you're good. Okay. I'm going to hit start on our draft and hopefully it's easy to handle. We're not really familiar with this website. Is everyone on the website? Yeah, I'm and, on the uh, website. Yeah. Able, I'm going to refresh really themselves. quick just to make I'm sure also I'm still gonna refresh. Here. Okay. Yeah. yeah here. Okay. The first pick is a uh, West Coast Limited. Is LTD is limited, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, and it's a uh, Mark Gorski with the first pick of the Fantasy Critics Draft. Well, I as I'm I'm happy to start out because I get the one who gets to hold the golden goose uh, for the whole year, ladies, folks, and gentlemen. Elden Ring fights for me. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the game. It's the game that had to go number one. It's yeah. If you didn't if you didn't pick it first, you're a fool. But there are a few heavy hitters left and it's going <sighs> to trash gaming. James Hart, your pick. It is. I don't it still says it's Mark. Uh Mark, are you able to select? Uh I'm learning right now. Maybe I might be able to select for you. 
Yeah, oh, and the website's not working. Like, I'm here, but it's not letting me select games, so if you don't you mind doing you that can't select until your turn. Peter. I, gotta re- oh. I think I might have to refresh the page. It's I'm going to spit in your mouth, James. Um, it is my turn. I'm able, to, I'm able to select for you, so uh, I, I think I might just have to be focused here, which is fine. Uh, add game to publisher. And Mark has selected Elden there Ring, and go. now we are on to trash gaming. So I, I'm just going to have to select for everyone. It's fine. Okay. And I'm going to choose what I feel is probably the second most obvious here. Let's see. What's he got? You yep. yeah. will say it. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's the most obvious one. It would have been my pick one. if I went second. Yeah. If Elden Ring wasn't there, that's what I would have picked. Yeah. If you would have picked Horizon, I was going to go Elden Ring. All right, two February games off the board immediately. And next up is Peter World Incorporated. Ah, fuck. Oh, and I'm trying. It's not actually clicking on anything. It's fine. It's fine. I can select for you. I, I mean, I mean, the golden goose and the silver goose were already picked. But I would say this one is a silver or gold goose if it comes out this year. Starting off with a bet. You know, it's you know, it's a bit of a gamble. I I have to take God of War Ragnarok. I I personally think that's a good bet. It's, I, I have think to. It's, I think it's a good bet because if it see. comes out this year, it's on par with Elden Ring. It really yeah, is. I I would agree with that. I hope we get the port really quickly because I might see port. Yeah, for Ragnarok. came out this week. No, oh, I Ragnarok. For, for Ragnarok because I think I even though I watch it, I think I will go back and play the full thing. Of the first one, now that's on PC. Uh, I hear it's pretty stressful on the PC, though. But uh, considering what I've been able to accomplish recently, I think I'll be okay. All right. Joe Drew with Dad Hawk Games. So, right now, there's three games that I'm looking at. Joe, please just take Legends number one and just like make Peter. <laughs> <laughs> please do. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> However, this might be a little bit of a risk, but something kind of akin to Pokemon Legends Arceus would be its predecessor, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. And I will be taking its sequel, hoping that it does release this year. Yeah, fuck you too. I'm Are you surprised. able to select it, or am I selecting it? For no, you got you it. We're good. Okie dokie. Now let's hope this ends up being a snake draft because it, I don't think it gave me any. It should be from what I read. It should be in a, a snake draft. I think Perfect. it's auto set as one. So I, I have to select two games in a row here. And if it doesn't, of, just say the second one you're picking, and then we won't pick it. All okay. of the big guns have been taken but there are plenty of good games left i wouldn't say all of them oh shut up i i think of definitive big guns they're gone i'm i'm scared of starfield i might still take yeah. it but i'm scared of yeah i i've been staring at that one actually in fact i'm not i'm not sure if i could justify not taking it so i will select no, you starfield can. number one Nah, fuck you. Well, he gets two in a row, so he can. Yeah, I know what I, I wanted it. And then I know what I want, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I did not prep for this enough. <laughs> but I'm thinking what is most likely to like give me a solid amount. There, There's one game, if it hits, I mean, it'll get me an insane amount, but I don't trust it to hit. And there's another game that I think is good for, for a nice 82. But do I only want an 82? I mean, that's still a solid 12 points right there. It's a solid 12 points, and I think it's more in the bag. But What points is 12 points? I think I, think I have to risk it all. I think I have to go for the 95, and I'm going to select Bayonetta 3. Oh, interesting. You I was a fucker. I was going to pick it next. Um, I was, it was up there for me. I know my second pick. That was going to be my third. So now we are back to Dad Hawk Games. Dead Hawk Games. Dead Hawk Games. Absolute silence. The layoffs are happening. Is he not here? Where did he go? I don't know. Dead Hawk Games? He said one sec, my internet just completely cut out. I I thought he well, was like good. silently looking at the watch I, list I or something. Too. And I, I wanted to just be like, Joe, like you gotta say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, I was focusing. Who just joined the call? Was that Mark? That was King? Joe. He was disconnecting and reconnecting. So at least he's back. Or, you know, his internet's somewhat coming back. Okay, yeah, I'm good now. The hot games. Hey. Mark? Is Mark here? Awesome. Mark's not here. That's oh, great. Damn it. <laughs> That's awesome. Get Mark in here. Mark has I'm back. to come I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. Anyway. All right. Hey. All right. Re- resume. Resume. We we are back podcasting because Dad Hot Games has a. Uh, has come back from losing internet and it is his pick and with my second round pick i will be taking let me just search it up real quick ah there it is another sequel from nintendo mario plus rabbit sparks of hope i'm so fucking upset i'm so fucking upset that was my second pick well the the game i was talking about instead of bayonetta 3 was that game I, i i thought it might be and i was scared Kingdom Battle was so good. I loved it. I was not expecting any of you to fucking think of it. I want to see. Uh, I was thinking I of it what too. Kingdom Battle got on Metacritic, which is I'm I'm not using Open Critic. I'm sorry. I think Metacritic is a good enough gauge of what it might be, which is an 85. You son of a bitch, Joe. And I, and I holy bitch. crap! I honestly think the sequel is only going to get better. I think so too. <laughs> That's why I wanted it wow. so bad. I, I just want to check. Pick. That's a good pick. I just want to check for my last pick because Bayonetta two I know was very successful at a ninety two. Ooh, wow! If they could match it, it would be crazy. I'm, um, but we're moving on to uh, Peter Peter Incorporated or whatever it is. It's world. It doesn't take a fucking village to say world own. Come on. <laughs> I have two picks. I'm worried if I don't pick one, Mark's gonna get it. So I, I'm wondering if I want this now and then just get my other one because I don't think James or Mark will take it. Uh, Yeah, fuck it. I'll take Splatoon 3. Wow. I was going to take it. I, really I knew was. it. I knew it. I I like, really if I don't pick Splatoon 3 now, it's Mark's. I thought that was a staple. I thought maybe Joe gets it, maybe Peter, but I don't think anyone's No, Mark fucking took right Mario Rabbits from me. 
I was so definitely I'm, thinking Splatoon. Yeah, I knew he were. I, Splatoon Joe, two got an eighty three. Yeah, I'll take that for reference. Like Joe is coming into this with an unexpected Nintendo mindset, and I thought I was only gonna have to worry about Mark mostly for Nintendo, but he fucking goes for rabid sparks of hope. Oh, and could you please pick that for me? I can't do it. Oh, yes. Well, well. speaking moment. of Nintendo, something that Owen said a couple episodes ago. Oh. Nintendo has not released a broken or a bad game. I, I think they're just solid picks. The Mario Sports the games beg to differ, but other than I that, you're right. That, yes. They're not, they're typically not broken, though. They no, might no, you're be right. a little content bare. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, so far I have God of War, Ragnarok, and Splatoon 3. All right, I think I'll be able to comfortably get my third pick. I don't think James or Mark will take it. All right, we're looking at Trash Gaming. Um. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to take a sequel. Uh, No, wait. I thought we couldn't take expansions. You can take expansions, but not DLC. I don't know how they're, uh, it. How they're I know differentiating what, that. I know what he's going to take. Have it. It's on my no. list, but it was yeah. lower. Please, no. I'm going to take the delicious last course. I didn't Damn. even think of that. Oh, shit. I didn't even that think of that. That was mine. That was. I was literally going to pick that next. And I was. I was hoping to get that. I, I've been sitting here sweating it out, hoping someone didn't take it out before it got, came back to me. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I really got to look at my list because Bayonetta 3 and Last Course were my uh, lock-ins for my second you pick. You get the snake pick right now, right, Mark? Yeah, it's true, it right I do. Now. I um, think I'll be able to get uh, my third. I think I'll be able to get my third comfortably. I'm hoping I get my third because I don't think what? anyone here is thinking about it. I'm going to have gonna... to start going to the 2022 list. A lot of things I picked are already gone. I think uh, I, I'm going to pick a game I know I'm looking for. Looking forward to. I think it'll do well because I trust this team. Uh, they've only made good JRPGs. Mark, you sound like you're fast. far away from your mic. Uh, look at read it and weep, everybody. I think Don't I know exactly what it's taking. Uh, we need some tactics in our lists right I now. I figured as much. Okay. Or, or I was thinking about it. I, was I, I, knew, I, 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 I thought Joe. I thought Joe was gonna get that. I thought Joe was gonna go for that. I was thinking about it. <laughs> I thought you were picking a different game. With, I had uh, no idea. I had no idea. Owen, oh, shut the fuck up. Owen, oh, shut the fuck up. That That's basically the sequel to Octopath without awesome. being an actual sequel. That's cool. And I'll Mark, you, you get another pick. It's true, I do. This is one I don't know if everyone's thinking about, but if this game truly does come out this year, I think it's going to do very well because... The team behind this has put out two smaller games, but when they have classics of that year. Ooh. Ladies, folks, and gentlemen, Somerville belongs okay. to me. Okay, cool. <laughs> if, it, if it comes out, I think I think you're going to fare very well with that. Pick. Okay, I, I thought he was going to pick something up. I, I've decided I'm going to make my, I'm bumping my third to my fourth because I got to go with a, I got to go with a, uh, uh, Hail Mary here. But it's James. Taking Total War, Warhammer 3. It's on my list. I was going to pick that as like a sixth option. Warhammer 2 has a uh, average of an 87. Shit! Shit! It's me? Damn. I'm taking Hollow Knight Soak Song. You're crazy if you Ooh, think. I mean, like, yeah. that, that's a good one, but like, if that I, comes out, 
That's the Hail Mary. If Silk Song comes out this year, I'm fucking making bank with that, man. Ooh. And that actually only has a 10% counterpick, according to the list. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. I, I expect that to be way higher. All right. I'm, and I'm, and I'm it's Dad Hawk Games. Okay. I feel like everybody's going Hail Marys right now. And one game that I'm looking at, I think has potential to be pretty good. I'm going to go with Kirby. Damn. Ooh. I was going to pick Kirby, ah. too. Man, Joe Ooh. on Nintendo list. Shit. Okay. Uh, I like it. All I right. like that, too. Um, I'm going to pick a game that will be making me points immediately. I don't know if it's going to be a lot of points. Don't, don't. don't Warhammer don't. comes out in like a month. I'm scared don't, of that one. Don't, 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 don't. Give me one second. I'd hope it's not my fourth. I'm taking Pokemon Legends. Okay, fine. Damn. Oh, have that, have that hunk of shit. I don't want it. Fucking hunk of shit. If, really it, if it's good, I will happily eat my words. I will. I just don't think it's going to be, guys. I don't think Most? there is any way. It doesn't get above a seventy. You're right. On Metacritic. No, you're right. You're I was right. about to say Pokemon. most Pokemon games are in like the eighty range. The highest being like 88, 87. I really thought Joe. Joe, you picked Kirby of the Forgotten Land over Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus. Can we talk about that real quick? That, that was gonna, that was going to be on the crazy turn. to me. That was going to be okay. on the turn, but I have another idea right now. So do I want? Do I want to fuck over Peter? I think you do. It might. It might. I think it's a game I believe in a lot. Tear down his tower. I think it's I a think game. So. You're going to tear down my fucking tower, Owen. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be taking advanced forward. You're a cunt. Mm. You don't even know what that is. When that was announced at E3, that was my next one. When that was announced at E3, I got out of my chair. I couldn't believe it. That doesn't belong to it's, you. It's it doesn't not... belong to you. Isn't that a remaster and not a remake? Is no, that uh, it is Have you seen it, Mark? It's a fucking remake. Oh, what am I talking about? Yeah, that's definitely a remake. Oh, the visuals can't. are totally different. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, I'll go. I still have a safe fourth, but I that was the heart talking. We are back to Dad Hawk Games. Now, Owen and James, I know you guys are big football fans. Hail Marys don't always work. Oh. But when they do... They can hit pretty hard. Flexter, do it. Do it. And I think if this game comes out this year, it'll be a banger. That game being Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, wow. Interesting pick. Oh, Paul. That's a fucking Paul. Oh, shit. I'll give you that one. That's a Paul. Oh, and give me Grand Turismo 7. All right, wow. Damn, That's it. That was my other... I Because, again, for fourth, it was either the heart pick was Advance Wars and the mind was Grand Tur That's a safe bet. I want points. I need some points. I'm taking Grand Tur It's very safe. Yeah, it's very safe. After right. Silk Song, I need a safe. In general, people have got, been going with Hail Marys. So I feel like I kind of need to follow suit. Because this has been a more recent rumor... Oh shit, he's gonna 
Oh, oh. Jedi oh. Fallen Order. I, I was considering it. I was considering. It's, it's a more recent rumor that uh, it will be coming oh. out this fall. Fuck, that's a good pick. That's a really right. that, like that. If that comes out this year, that could be game of the year material because the first one did not get its due, even though Owen and I did not like that game for more than an hour. Love that game. I'm ready for a sequel. I wish I did. I wish I did. I just did not. Oh shit! I'm. I go soon. Fuck. Uh. Yeah. Mark, All right. Two um, picks in a row for me. The first one. I think this is a solid game. Recently picked up by Netflix. Uh, I'm curious to see what you this sequel does. Fuck. Oxen Free Two, baby. I, I had that. I had that on my list. Another one. Uh, like I'm gonna that. ground us a little bit. A game we. I don't think this is going to get delayed at all. We've got a date for it. Square Enix showing up with a new IP right now. Uh, one of my most anticipated games for the year. I'm going to throw Forspoken into my library here. All right. I I think that's a risky one, personally. You but think so? I. Uh, it's a new know, IP, it, so like, who knows? It'll get above a 70. It'll get, get above a 70. You'll be fine. All right. We're looking at trash gaming again. Oh shit, I'm after. I gotta look. <sighs> Oxen free too, you son of a Oh, okay. No, I'm still good. I'm still good. Oh, and how long are we? Do do we have time to pick more than six? Because this is a lot of fun. Um, I don't I don't think I'm able to switch it mid draft. Oh, okay. That's fine. um un- unless maybe we can do an unofficial like pickups or something but we can see well we're already at almost two hours yeah that's fine trash gaming i think you just uh oh there's no way that's coming out this year i'd be very uh, yeah speak out your thoughts audio uh, podcast here yeah i know it it's hard to remember that i'm looking at Dead Space remake. There's no way that comes out. This no game. way in hell. No, but uh, you know what? This game, I think we can. I can trust because of how uh, weirdly because of how long it's been in development. Hmm. I know what you're gonna take. I don't. I think I. Know. Oh, whoa! What a risky pick, Lord of the Rings Gollum. I don't even know what that is. I know of it, but I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be game wise. It's base. It's kind. From what I understand, it's almost like a a Telltale Games Gollum story in the Lord of the Rings universe. So, uh, you know what? It's been in development for a few years. We've seen some trailers recently. I'm gonna take a bet. All right, all right. Even though I just did Fallen Order sequel, but you know, man. Right Very now, risky here. I gotta tell you, right now where I'm at, Dad Hawk Games and West Coast, they got me shit. They got me nervous a bit. I think they both have really fucking solid lists. But Peter World Incorporated, it's an audio podcast, so I have to think out loud. Ah, fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna take Sifu. Mm. Okay. Sifu. Yeah. I'm gonna I take think it's Sifu. a good pick. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's another safe but I'm t- after Soak Song, I'm too scared. And also I was if I can be real, I was betting a lot on Rabid Sparks of Hope. I was, did not think any of you were gonna think of that fucking game. I thought it was a shoe and it's really thrown I, off my I brain. was eyeing it the entire time. I, was, I think we I, all were. I was thrown off so much. Alright, Dead Hawk. 
Okay. Is he gone again? No, I'm oh, here. I'm there. Here. You I'm go. good. <laughs> I'm just we do our counter picks now, right? Or do we do that after we get our other six? After, after the last two. Um, I'm just going to stick in the Nintendo realm for a while. You motherfucker. At least for this one. Because the first game scored an 88 on Riddick. What? And this game is Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Oh, fuck. Actually, I, th- I think that's a really oh good one. Oh, my God. I would have picked Fuck, I didn't know that was an option. Oh, I would have picked that over I am actually looking at it right now, too. You scrolling through these. Damn, that Hot Games point. has the best fucking list. I have to be honest. Yeah, we'll see. I've been in plenty of Fantasy Leagues with Joe. And, uh... Uh-oh. Didn't you know, go well. Uh, it's not always the best. <laughs> I'd like to thank them better with games than I am football. If you want to make, I do want to make a uh, proposal for next season. We do a normal fantasy league, but uh, I don't know. I, I think Joe's. I think Joe's with me on that. Oh, I completely agree. All right. Well, it's my pick. So quiet down, people. <laughs> my final two picks for the normal draft, and I have plenty of games that I'm eyeing that I know I'm going to be placing bids on after because I don't think any of you are going to take them. But this is stressful. One of the most hyped games of the year is still on the table. And while I hate their marketing lately, I have to select Dying Light 2. I had it. I had it. I had it. The fact that we the fact that we've let it go this long is actually like kind of crazy because it's just, one of the big triple a releases this year yeah i just like i was beating around the bush on that one i was thinking about taking that next though for my last and then for my last game of drafting i i want to go with what i think is going to be a slam dunk indie as far as getting a solid amount of points so i'm going to take tunic the uh, top-down Zelda-like game. I don't even know what the fuck Fox. that is. That I'm is not upset because I don't know what that is. Had that written down. And now we're on to uh, Dad Hawk's final, final pick. pick. My final pick. There's a couple that I'm looking at. One in particular that I personally like, but feel like might not be the best critically. And then another one that doesn't have a release date yet. I mean, Joe, you've got Hail Mary, safe bet, safe bet, Hail Mary, safe bet. So it's up to you, obviously, but you know. I think that means, I think that means I should go for another safe bet-ish. I'm gonna go with Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker. I'm foaming from the fucking mouth. I didn't think anybody else besides me was thinking of that game. Are you kidding? James, I was about to fucking pick it. That was the night. I oh my god! Oh. I've been waiting so long for that game. Uh, oh shit! Oh shit! I hate you for that one. I really do. Oh, fuck. Peter World Incorporated is taken aback. Data heavy Games blow. did not come to fuck around tonight. Holy shit. 
I hate that I uh, I'm right next to him in the fucking line, and it screwed me several times. That was like backhanding you with his choices. Yeah, he is. Like, I mean, real quick, like Lego Scott. I mean, look, he's got Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That was that was my darling. That was my baby, and you know, I'm not gonna forgive him for that. Last Mark, were you ever gonna pick Rune Factory Five? Is it on your list? I I was contemplating Rune Factory I, Five, but I, I was think thinking I'm of, go for it. if we had picked more tonight, Rune Factory was gonna be one of the last ones I was thinking of. But I am look. I'm what I got. I got kind of a hill mary, guaranteed the biggest hill mary on this list. A safe bet and a kind of safe bet. <sighs> I'm scared. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Neither of you are going to pick that. I know that for a fact. James, you're not going to I mean, at this point, you never know. That's why I don't want to say it, though. I'm starting to wish we drafted more. I don't like that we're leaving half of our team for waivers. Yeah, again, because we we just, we under, I thought the uh, earlier parts of the episode would take so much more time, and then we rushed through games we've been playing to make sure we had more time. I wish we could do more picks. I I I wonder if we should even do our six here make a new one with more draft picks repick what we have here like someone take a screenshot we just take the games we already we have for our list now and extend how many picks we have and just cut it into back in i'd be down it's up to you guys but owen i feel like it's to you um let, let's continue as is for now as okay. is and then we'll we'll see what it looks like after the counter picks I mean, I I already have my counter picks chosen. I, I already have mine too, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, I, well, may, maybe there will be competition for them. We both can't counter pick the same game, right? I don't think so. I don't believe so. I have one with a bullet. I have one with a bullet, and I hope no one beats me to it. But anyway, my final pick. Yeah. <sighs> I'm taking Destiny Two of the Witch Queen. Oh, you're a oh, sucker. Okay. I knew okay. you wanted it. I okay. knew you wanted it. It's like, nah, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking See, it. I, 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 think, I think that's a really bitch. good pick. I was going to pick it. Like, I would have picked it last <laughs> round, but then I looked up the last expansion on Open Critic. Then he got a 71, and I said, maybe I don't touch Destiny. No, I think this is I think This is, this is the big one. They've had more time yeah, to work queen, on it. This is the big one. Queen is looking really good, Mark. Yep. I know really it is. I know one. this is yeah. it's just supposed to be like the next Forspoken. Yeah, and Lego Star Wars and Witch Queen with two James picks. Um, I am... Yeah, I... Uh, wow. You really screwed me with those last two. <laughs> well, hey, Joe's been fucking me left and right, so I'm sharing some with you. Lego Star Wars, with, I really, especially the Destiny 2 one, I didn't think anyone was going to go for. Oh, um, I, was, I, was, I was keeping that. I really didn't think so. Um, I have... I, I'm looking at Suicide Squad, but I... That's, as, that was as, my other one. It was either that another. or Destiny 2. It's one of those ones, though, that I was talking about. I have like a list of games that I hope aren't shit, and that's one of the games that I hope isn't shit, but it, I almost feel like it's going to end up not being the greatest. It's rock steady, like Gotham Knights I had, but it was like the very, but I do not think yeah. I do not expect a lot about a Gotham Knights. Rocksteady is at least doing Suicide Squad, so I have a lot more faith in that one, but even then it's like, yeah. Fuck, it's either that or it's going with one that I know ha- the it's a sequel, so I know the first one has deep good reviews. And I watched a playthrough that I liked. Oh. So my I think this might be a safe oh, bet. No. 
Um, I'm going to go with a Plague Tale Requiem. Damn, I was literally about to I had that on my list, too. Yeah. The one that I was debating. yeah, it has an 81. Uh, so uh, the the first game has an 81 right now. That's a good last pick. I feel um, like it's a good safe pick. And maybe we end up doing more. Who knows? But right now, yeah. Mark, what's the last one? I only get one pick here, don't I? Yes, yeah, do. it's the last one. Welcome to the welcome to me, Joe, and James's world. Well, um, I wanted to end big. Uh, with one that wasn't was more than a hail mary. We don't have a. And I uh, the slightest idea that this is going to happen, but I was, was talking with my roommate. I have, I don't know. I feel like I might know what you're going to pick. We're going to see. I think I might know too. Because uh, I might have thought of the same idea. We'll see. Um, this year is the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. No, whatever. Oh. Do whatever you want. You fucking crazy person. And I don't necessarily think Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming out this year. Maybe it gets announced or whatever, but I think something they celebrate in a different way. And Ground Up remakes are pretty hot. Pretty happening. What the fuck and, are you talking about? And I really think, because Kingdom Hearts is also a really big nostalgia uh, kind of a series, that I really think it's very possible. That a Kingdom Hearts one ground up remake is coming this year. Where is, you can't even... is this even available? Yes, Unannounced well, Kingdom Hearts game is Kingdom an option. I mean, I don't. Does that count? It's an it, option he picked. I guess on. it is. It, it's, it's just it, an unannounced it, game, so I guess whatever it is, you would just get the points for. I, I, yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah. I mean. Yeah, if there's an unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, then you would just get the points for it. Yeah, okay. it can't be that there, specific, there, but I guess that yeah. is there is definitely okay. a Kingdom Hearts that event is that is announced. Absolutely not great. what I thought you were. No, gonna pick. not at all. Not at all. What, okay. what did you think he was going to pick? Well, hang on, because if we don't, oh, if oh, we, yeah, we decide might do to do okay, more yeah. than yeah. six, hey, I'm holding hey, on to hey. it. True. Um, I'm a little worried. I might have to create a new league. Yeah, I think you have to create a new league, and we have Owen, to what do, do you want everything. To do? Yeah, Owen, what do you want to do? I don't know. I I kind of want to continue it. I do too. What if yeah. like we don't we don't put it into the system, but like we just write it down, and then for our draft picks, we just like gentleman's rule, like okay, this is what we drafted during the podcast. We edit in later. Like okay, the, uh, are you, you mean can the no, no, no. You can do zero dollars as a bid if no one else. No, you it. can't. I changed it. I changed it. But we, uh, it's a one dollar. But if we only have six games, if we only have six games left, we have a hundred dollars. We can just bet a dollar on each game. Yeah. I think. I think we should draft eight games. Okay. Um, you want to redo this? I, I can. Yeah, I'll. Uh, you want to screenshot the everything and then just remake it? Yeah, and I'll I'll get this done quickly. Well, we're going to stay on the recording here, though, and I'll just have to cut it all out. You want to do eight games or you want to do ten games? Um, I kind of want... Maybe ten. Ten games, maybe two maybe pickups, ten. two counterpicks. Uh, well, like, when you play normal fantasy, like, you draft your whole team, and the fact that we're just, like, leaving half of our team blank... Yeah, I'm okay with really more. Like My thing like is it. just... Yeah. it's a, We are only in January. It is not uncommon for games to be announced and released in the same year we do have yeah, unlimited drops, drops. So as, long, as long as the game hasn't come out you can drop the game and put All something right, else and while we're played. doing this May, maybe let, let's do 10 let's do 10 we can leave two spots open all right 
now something has been cobbled together here because we decided on a whim that it didn't make sense to only select six games. We are going to select 10 of our total 12 spots and we'll have counter picks. And we're picking up where we left off with Mark Gorski swinging for the fences with an unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. I, I gotta say, now that we're picking pick. four more, you look pretty fucking stupid for picking that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, same for well, pick or two of mine. Yeah, like I'm in a tough spot right now. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. I like no one was gonna pick for spoken. Nobody really wanted to pick for spoken at all. It is actually. I don't know what that is either. Uh, Square Enix gave it. Showed up at a couple of their conferences. Uh, <laughs> the one girl she gets transported into fantasy. Well, whatever. It's I'm an gonna... isekai. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick something. And you'd think yes. after all this time, I would be confident in a pick. But truth be told, I am torn between a couple. There's a couple survival games that are coming out this year, but those games traditionally launch buggy is all hell. So I don't want to touch those. <laughs> like, not for reviews. Like, sure, those could be great games by the end of the year, but they never launch well. Yeah, it's just not, it's not going to work in this league. Okay, I guess I'm going to pick this now. I'm going to pick Open Road and Fulbright's game. What the fuck is that? What? I was, okay. I I'm glad everyone's impressed by that because I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, no, I I wouldn't say I'm I'm impressed. It's a it's a pick. With a height we'll factor of 1.9 right now. <laughs> oh, so we're pulling from the bottom of the barrel. Copy. Wow, I mean, I'm looking at my watch list thinking, like, I know what I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick. Made. I, I'm gonna and, be great. I, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with something. I this is what I thought Mark was gonna take when he pulled the uh Kingdom Hearts card there. Um, also, a more recent rumor, and because uh, I'm having fun with this. I know what you're gonna pick. I was considering I, it, but again, I two don't. Out there, two out there. Big rumor guy. Oh no! What? Not even what? Yet. what are you talking about? Hey, it's like, hey, say the pick. Say the pick. Audio it's podcast. a new Fire Emblem game for this year. I, it's been a few years since we've gotten three houses. I think it, I was just looking at the development cycle. It's normally about two to three years per game. We're just working a rumor? it. I didn't hear this. And it was a couple days ago. There's. It's either the rumor is that uh, it was. A leaker, they said it was come uh, either it's a remake of one of the Fire Emblem games or it's uh, a completely new Fire Emblem or both are coming out this year. Mark, is it is it Tellius? Is it a Tellius remake? I mean, that's always been the no, it's the, the Holy yeah. War or something. It's, Hold on, it's either it's, it's either it's either genealogy or Tellius. Like it's it's usually genealogy is what I heard. Fuck, man, I want. Everything. I'll take either. They'll both be good. Well, um, my. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, my seventh pick. Just give me suicide, uh, Justice League or Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Okay. Just, yeah, that's fair. Rocksteady, safe bet. I need it. I, I'm. I'll try to pick a few more Hail Marys, but I just want a safe pick right now because we're going back to the list that just scares me. All right, on to Dad Hawk. You know, no. Peter, we we hated the previous installment of I this series. It's yours. I knew you were going to pick this. I was I, not going to do it. Oh, I know what he's doing. Is it Tiny Tina? It is Tiny Tina. 
Honestly, I I thought I was gonna hate it. I looked into it recently. It looks kind of cool. I'm not. I... Borderlands Three got on Metacritic. Uh, ninety one. What? Yes. What? Yes. I just got done looking it up. Ninety one. There's no way Tiny Tina does below like an eighty five. Oh my god. He's right. And they're gonna have like six characters this time, and there's multi-classing and all this crazy shit. No. Oh my god! That I was thinking at work today when I was buying lunch about yeah, what's my really biggest gaming one. disappointment. And I used to say Assassin's Creed Three, but my answer is now Borderlands Three. I was. Oh. I agree. My god. I agree. But critically, it did amazing. Fuck! He has another great pick on his list. Those are right. great. I. I have a whole lot of indie games I don't think many of you will be thinking of. And the difficulty with that is, do I want to bank on you guys not thinking of them? Or or what? How do I want to handle it? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one of them, and then I'm going to pick one Hail Mary. The first game I'm going to pick... Is going to be Moss Book Two. Dang, oh, that's, a good pick. that's actually a good Talk. pick. That's a very good pick. I'm mad. I, I thought about that one too. That's a good pick. I wasn't confident. I was maybe I was looking at that for I my last either, pick. Yeah, but I I don't know. I just don't think the follow up will be as strong as the first one because it caught people off guard. And my long shot pick is a. Uh, Please. game that we really don't even know if it exists. It's just everyone seems to assume it, it exists. Oh, Please don't be what I think it is. Don't be the one. I don't, I don't know if we're on the same page, but I'm taking Last of Us Factions 2. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Go ahead. That's not coming out this year. You're fucking that's man, interesting. man. What a waste Somebody pick. counterpick this man. It's in the system. Like this isn't. You're not the only it's one. In, it's in the system. Oh shit! A lot of people Joe think again. it exists. I uh, I kind of doubt it comes out this year too. But you know, so, some of the fucking games you guys are picking, like I'm not worried if you counterpick. Okay. <laughs> what have I picked? Look at my list. It's solid. I I said some of you. I spoke in general terms. You always yeah, assume I'm only talking. You're looking about at you. me. No. He's looking at Gollum and Fallen Order. Fuck you. And unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. This is a huge celebration they're gonna have later this year. They're gonna announce something, and they've not have, coming out this year. They, they I were, think I have my next pick. Well, it's a it's a dad hawk. Well, it is to me. And speaking of sequels that had over a ninety on Metacritic, the previous installment had a ninety-two. Don't pick this. And I think Shovel Knight Dig. Will oh, also okay. have what? interesting. Interesting. What the hmm. fuck is Shovel Knight Dig? It's the puzzle game that they have coming out. The 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 one arcadey one. Enjoy your puzzle game, Joe. Enjoy your puzzle game. Okay, That's now I, th Knight I think the it. better comparison here is not going to be Shovel Knight necessarily. Let's see what Pocket Dungeon is doing. Which on Woo! Open Critic has an 85. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> God damn it. He has another one. Did you have a list before this? Didn't you say no? No, I didn't have a list. I, I had everything. I had ideas in mind from other drafts, but during our little break, I did a little bit of researching. <laughs> All right. Peter World Incorporated. Give me Rune Factory 5. It's an 81 on Metacritic. 
Rune Factory 4 is... And it, it, it gets a, Rune Factory is a quietly popular franchise on the DS and 3DS. Uh, why does Rune Factory 5 say it's ineligible? I guess... Did it come out in Japan already? It did. It released internationally. Fucking... Oof. God. Damn it. Damn, I didn't know it's out in Japan. Let's go. I, Rune Factory I forgot either. that's a rule. Oh, uh, shit. I have three more. Uh, my list you only have three more games. You got to start looking at at the list of games. Jesus. Uh, no, I meant picks. Oh, that's not coming out this year. I don't care what I don't care what they say. That's not coming out this year. No, uh, it's not. You are correct. It is not. Sh- uh, give me Stalker too. Ooh, that's a good one. I panicked. I I think it's a good one, especially because they just delayed it so much. Yeah, give me Stalker too. That's the thing that worried me about slightly about uh, Lego Star Wars was how much it's been fucking delayed. Um, so I think this is of it. Oh, oh, I need to put this down. Hold on. Uh, oh, it's ineligible. Never mind. Uh, I was gonna go with the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, but uh. the extent it's I think considered like uh, a DLC almost, so it won't count. Um, I love the Stanley Parable. Shoot, love it. Hold on, now I gotta. Uh, oh, while he's looking, um, is this filling up the roster, or is this still leaving spots available? Leaving two spots available. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, that was a sequel. The first one to do as well as I thought it did. Trash gaming. The music is playing you off right now. I know you want to be able to thank your family, but no. Nope. Also, trash gaming. You're gonna to have to pick it again pretty fucking soon. So I know. You know what? I'll take another shot in the dirt. Saints take Row. It. Take it. Take yeah, it. I do you. not think that's yeah. gonna go. I do not think it's gonna go well at all. So, I had it. So it was kind to of be a panic fair. Pick. To be fair, I was looking at Saints Row Four. It got a. 80 something if i am not mistaken got an 89 on metacritic <laughs> uh like an 89 88 on open critic first oh my Pro god 4. i'm joking there's no way i'll take there's it simply no i'll way. fucking take it <laughs> it was, a, it was a different world back then however but... saints Row the third got like a 76 so that's the better game hit, hit or miss exactly um okay so I, i'm going now and i'm ready yeah. i got one i think it can be it's a mildly safe pick indie game here annapurna i believe is publishing this one gotta love annapurna who likes cats everybody oh good That's pick a good, good pick, pick. and it was like the games list in his video yes i uh the my reason i haven't picked it to this point is because it is by far the most hyped indie game. So if it doesn't live up to it, people might be a little tough on it. Yikes. I think it's an 80s pick. Right now, I'm looking uh, for 80s. I, th- I think I think you'll be good. I think you'll be good. With I keep and thinking that. the 90s are gone, but then Joe just keeps finding them out of fucking nowhere. One of my favorite ones that I that's uh, I just find funny that we're leaving there is Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> that game looks like garbage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It totally looks like garbage. Am I right, guys? Ah, oh, yeah. Now, Take it. Go for it. But that was my it's next pick, But now I don't know. I, I uh I have a big hail mary here. 
Ooh. Oh boy! To the point one. where I have just dropped almost all confidence in it, but I'm not going to yeah. drop it because the hype factor is zero point nine. Fuck you! This, this very highly anticipated Bioware project. You are stupid. Wait, I'm locking it in. I've come too far. No, Dragon You're Age stupid. Four. It's You're coming this year. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Tanking on that one. That one's bad. There's no it's gotta way. be. This has to be the year. Now, their creative no director left. This is like the year of unannounced ago. Kingdom Hearts game in Dragon Age Four. Everybody, come oh, on! Yeah, you're fucking. He's don't smoke with. Don't smoke with Mark smoking. All right, let him keep it. And we're back to trash gaming. Huh? Who has definitely been thinking during this entire totally. time of Mark? Pepper. And you know what? And it's been take a shot at Peter Day. So I'm gonna take. Ghostwire Tokyo. Go for it. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I was contemplating taking that instead of Dragon Age, but it was too late. You guys were really, talking about it. I was going to comfortably walk into Ghostwire Tokyo. I thought this entire time. I I should have I I should have fucking you announced it. that it was your next pick. Everyone's like, "This is garbage." I wouldn't even wipe my ass with it. I was like, "I guess I'll take it then." Uh, I hope it's terrible. I want that game to be good. That's another game on that list of I hope it's not shit because I don't know. I I like the idea. It just looked bad in the last trailer we got. Uh, that's what my eighth pick or my ninth. Eighth, I believe. No, it's one, two, three, four, five. Six. It's my dick. Fuck it. I don't like they. They. They're saying twenty twenty two. I don't believe them. But it's my ninth, and I can drop it. Give me Redfall. I thought about Redfall. it. I was looking at it again. I can. I can drop this. I can drop this if I have to. And if it actually makes this Unless list, Unless it gets counterpicked. Twenty twenty one point six percent of people are counterpicked. Fucking it. look at Mark's list and tell me you're gonna counterpick fucking Redfall over half of that shit. Yeah, Mark Mark, honestly, you're getting yourself in trouble here Hall, in that you're gonna Redfall get counterpicked like Mark, five times. You are like walking into a lion's den with a bunch of raw steaks you see, wrapped around your neck. The thing yeah. is with my list, I feel like Everyone would be fools to just counterpick one person. It has to be balanced. Oh, out yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, everyone, please don't point like, your guns at me. Why would you just shoot one person with counterpicks when you're trying to balance it out, right? Like, like we have Joe here. We need to make sure, like, that we shoot him, too. Why yes, would I that? counterpick anything Joe has? Yeah, I know. That's just a loss of points waiting to happen. It is your well, okay. No, that's actually not true. I have one idea to counterpick Joe, but. Well, it's the obvious one. Yeah. Um, okay, a lot of my watch list games have been taken to this point. Oh, you poor thing. I know, I know. I have to I, fucking live down here with us I, civilians. I truly just want you to feel bad for me right now. However, for the time being, I'm going to go with uh, Weird West. I was actually I just looking to see thing. what that even is. Fucking Paris Lily picked that on his list. I forgot about that. I think that's a pretty good pick. Um, my list. I think I think I gotta keep going the indie route because, like, I'm looking at something like a 
like a Gotham Knights. And how good do I really feel about that? I don't feel sure sure good about that. I'm not, Gotham I'm not picking Gotham Knights. I've right stared at that one like three separate times, and it's just it, like, eh. It's the last one on the list I made before this, and I'm not picking it. My assumption is that it will get above a 70, but... How I, far I'm above a sure 70 how, is the question. How much? Yeah. Um, and this is... Are these going to be my final two picks? Are yes, these they are. 9 and 10? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, okay. I'm going to go with one I feel really good about, which I don't even know if anyone's heard of it, but I'm going to go Salt and Sacrifice. You, I, it's from, it's sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. Salt Sanctuary, yeah. Yep. I just got it yep. for also on, for free because they just released it on Epic Game Store. Salt and Sanctuary has an 83 yeah. on Open Credit. I hate and you. I, that was genuinely going to be my last pick. The the trailer for Salt and Sacrifice, I remember seeing it at like a PlayStation show a year or two ago and thinking like, fuck, that looks pretty good. <laughs> I've been scrolling through the list being like, maybe I could do that. and But in the back of my head, like that was the thing that was there. Uh, and then the other game, also a sequel, I think it's going to be at least a good 10 points for me because the first 10. one, I believe, got an 81. And... I'm going to take Two Point Campus. What the Ooh. fuck is that? Oh, isn't Joe, you know that? Pick. That's an odd pick, but sure. Yeah, Two Point Hospital, is it, it's just like a college version? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was everywhere at E3. Like, I feel like Jeff Keighley had it four times. And just... <laughs> I think it'll do good. I've got my last pick. Um, Until my... Joe takes it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To be honest, there's no world in which Peter would want this. This is a shot in the dark because it does not have a release date and a point two hype factor. Oh shit! But I'm gonna go with Dragon Quest Twelve. Sure. Mark's laughing at you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> go and, for it. I do. Uh, Eleven did great on Open Critic. It's true. Mark, you have unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. Who the fuck are you to laugh at him? Tetsuya Nomura has been very vocal since 2019 that they didn't want to do anything big for Kingdom Hearts until the 20th anniversary, which is this year. too vocal. That's his problem. I think something happens. Something happens. Like, unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, I am not worried about. I'm sad that I picked Dragon Quest or Dragon Age 4. (laughs) My final pick is Multiverses. God damn it. Oh, what is you, multiverses? You were thinking of that? I mean, I'm in a low place right now. I just picked Dragon Age 4. So me thinking of it doesn't mean is much. the WB platformer that they're making. The platform fighter, the Smash Bros. Uh, doesn't look too um, bad. Owen, I think, is disgusted by it, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. definitely didn't we'll do as well as I thought they did. Fucking pick Andy Darling and like dude, what's tunic? What's tunic? No one knows what tunic. It's it's been an E3 for like six years. It's the little top-down yeah. fox game that just has not come out. Finally got a release date at the Game Awards. Man, Fuck um, you for picking Ghostwire Tokyo. You didn't even uh, want it. No, I didn't. But I needed something that might be a little safer. Um, huh? I'm not really sure. Man, this is my last one. I you want that? Oh, Pick listen, man, this could just be a super safe bet just because they always come out. 
but I feel like a bitch if I pick it. Oh, well, pick the next Call of Duty? Yeah, it was that. Uh, it was an idea, but I feel like kind of a bitch if I do. Well, this is the last year. It's purely Activision, so. Um. No, you know, I'm gonna go with the random game that I looked up that I just thought looked cool, and I hope it does well. I hope it's what Mark's gonna pick. (laughs) That'd be funny as fuck, but I doubt it. Digimon Survive. Digimon Survive. I was looking at it because I thought you might go with it. Yeah, it's cool. It's like a doing kind of a visual novel, like um, like RTS style kind of combat for it and the uh art style itself looks really good so i hope it does well i'm glad we did this extension with the four i'm glad we did this i am still concerned about what i'm going to do here um i have literally no other ideas i've got one i don't want my list to just ultimately turn into the hail mary galore <laughs> list but well please i, I mean let me see. Of you. it's kind of I'm fun just... I'm going to type this in. I'm typing this in to see what the hype factor is, to see how many people believe in this title. At a 5.4, I'm not going to do this. I won't do it at all. What was it, um, then, since you're not picking it? Uh, well, no, we have draft picks. I don't want to give anyone the idea. Actually, no, I will. Mario Kart 9 is not something I want to pick right now. I did look at that myself. I mean, people are talking about it. It's not coming, guys. It's not coming. Mario Kart I, 9 is not coming this year. I, I think don't think so. I don't think it's coming this year either. I did look at it as well, though. The fact that I had I, could, I couldn't live with myself if I had Dragon Quest 4, Dragon Age 4, and Mario Kart 9. No, you would be asking. Uh, along with unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. That's not even a bad idea. You guys are going to be foolish. You're an April. idiot. <laughs> Jeff Grubbs <laughs> has already talked in detail about this. Not, not in detail, I guess, but he's talked about the So, we're in the mobile game coming out in like mid November. They would never do that. Not. They have one already. They already have okay. one. Already. I, feel like oh. my, I feel like my Fallen Order sequel is more realistic than the Kingdom Hearts game. I agree. No, not at all. You really all right, believe Mark, it, don't you? Mark, Mark, take Sonic Frontiers and move on. No, I don't want to do that either. I'm thinking about it. I can't. <laughs> it won't get counted. That is absolutely tanking your team. Like, that's that's asking to die. That's bad company right there. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, what's that one? AI, the... The files. That's the file one. I'm June. sure AI and Somnium files. The Somnium wow. files. We are desperate right now, everybody. Let's see. What's the hype? Let's uh that? let's pour one out for Gotham Knights. Even Ghostwire Tokyo made it, but Gotham Knights did not. <laughs> it's just Gotham Knights for some reason just has no fucking appeal. Nothing. Not I feel and, nothing. Wait, isn't if, if correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they say this suicide game squad game is the canon one and Gotham Knights is not I when it comes to like no their idea. other ones. I'm pretty sure that's what they've said too. I believe you're right. And counterpick, they reverse the order, I guess. Oh, so it starts with you. Yeah. Is it you do Ooh. both of yours or what do we do? No. I think it's Mark um, will probably do both of his and we'll do one uh, a piece. Um I'm assuming. And I, I think I have to take the low-hanging fruit, and I'm going to take unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. Um, That's fair. <laughs> Mark, you're stuck me... with Do that. you mean low-hanging fruit? You guys are going to be full. You guys are going to cry come <laughs> April, March, or May. <laughs> I can't believe you believe that. I absolutely believe that. I'm I'm so glad that we have I the was... leeway of just unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, not a specific <laughs> I respect the dedication to that pick. 
but like you're insane. It's just happening. It's the 20th anniversary. <laughs> really? Okay, Joe, what is your first counter pick? Um, as much as I want to beat up on Mark, because he does have another one that I'm eyeing up. I'm going to counter pick Lord of the Rings Gollum. I knew someone was going to. Good job. Good job. The one I'm going with a bullet. Out of all of the next-gen games I've seen, I genuinely think this is the worst yet. I'm going Forspoken with a bullet. Wow. I think that game looks terrible. I think the dialogue is awful. Every time I've seen that game, it looks aggressively unappealing, and everyone keeps talking like, it's one of PlayStation's big exclusive this year. It's like, I guess. I think that game looks fucking terrible. It's a ballsy pick. I think that's above a 70 at least. I, uh, I think it looks fine. That game looks pretty as hell. I, the combat, I think, looks really cool. I mean, we don't know till, until it comes out. It's consistently shown up at all, all squares. Okay. Um, I think they believe in it. I think the game looks so fucking bad. I, I mean, this is the low-hanging fruit as well. I just, like, it, it's not coming out, man. Man, it's he's not. got Dragon Age and unannounced Kingdom Hearts game. It's not like a, there's no way. If it does, uh, fucking good for you. There's no way, though. Mark uh, is going to have half of his team locked. <laughs> fine. I didn't plan on leaving. Two... I, I have no intention of moving Kingdom Hearts game, unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, or first spoken. Like, I believe in those picks. Dragon Age is the one where I was really hoping somebody would For, like it. Forspoken. Like guys, want rewatch those trailers? They're not good. I just I I don't I don't see it. At all. I, I think I know it. what I'm going to counter pick. We should go back and look at the hype pick. Uh, see what the number was. I I picked it so quickly I don't remember what it was. But for now, how do I do this counter pick thing? There it is. Draft counter pick. Sorry, James. I don't believe Star Wars is happening. That's fair. That's fair. I figured that was the other one that was definitely going to get counterpicked. Uh, and now I got to You, you may have one more. You may have one more. That oh, no, there is. I, I know the last one. But... I don't want to pick a new Fire Emblem game because I want that to happen. I really want to see that happen. And well, I'm glad I didn't. Pain. All right. I think I know what I'm talking about. Um, For Peter, though, uh, Redfall. You You're bastard. a fool. You're a foolish boy. I'm really debating no two fun. right now. Did you pick? Wait, did you pick Redfall? Oh my god! I sure okay. did. Okay. Fuck. I'm looking. Fuck. I'm looking at Peter, and I'm looking at Owen right now. Peter. I think. I think multiverses. Good pick. Dragon Quest Twelve. Also great pick for counter picks. Everybody, just throwing those out there. He's trying to get the fucking smoke off of him. You t- I don't know what you mean. I've already got three locks on me. There's nothing. Unless if someone really fucking doesn't think Somerville's coming out this year, that's it. I I don't know. This one is just like I have one idea that's just gut. I feel like it's just not going to end up being good. And then the other is I know the past of that game and why it won't be good. I just, I, I have a bad feeling about this game. What's the game? What's it going to be? One second. Where is it? Click. Counterpicked. And we Starfield. Have I, oh, don't, wow. really? I have a bad feeling Holy about... I, I, I have a bad feeling about Starfield. 
I'm All right, well, cool. You locked my number one pick. Wow. I'm going like, I'm going last of his factions. You're an idiot for picking that. I was that's thinking a, that was, yeah, looking was at that. Pick yeah. What a fool you are for picking that. That's not coming out this year. Wow. Starfield? We we have seen absolutely nothing on that game. Absolutely nothing. And after their choice and after their choices with fucking 76. I I just put that. I don't trust him. Xbox money. I don't. I don't know, man. I just. I have a bad feeling about Starfield. But they picked eleven, eleven. Like that's coming but, out. God, Howard but, said it. I yeah. He could say a lot of shit. Seventy six. Fallout seventy six was supposed to be good. It wasn't. They fixed it. It's good now. Like four years later, however long it's Is been it? fucking out. I'm I, not I don't sure. Know. That's, hey, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. um, please. Please do something to Joe so that he has one. Yeah. The Dragon Quest. Have you have one. to hit Dragon Quest. You have to hit Joe somewhere. Okay. Remember, Starfield stopped development halfway through and they rewrote the engine. But I have that, a very bad feeling about Starfield. That, then. I, think, I think to compare it to something like Fallout 4 is the better one. Because Fallout 76 is still a multiplayer experience. And that's just not something Bethesda, like Todd Howard Studios. That was also not mainline Bethesda who mostly worked in the game. That was Bethesda Austin. So I hated Fallout 4. So I, either way. Fallout 4 on Open Critic 88. Eh. Sounds about right. Joe, Joe, um, can I uh can I uh try and convince you to pick one that will just get you? It's points? all about no, uh no, taking no, swings. No, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's I want to hear this. There's uh, before you give me your grand idea, um, just as clarification. So if it gets above a 70, you lose points, correct? Yes. I think okay. so, yeah. Okay, because that might get rid of one I was looking at, but I am open to ideas. Maybe I think if it's zero, hard. nobody gets points. I think Maybe I read. too hard on yeah. Forspoken. I just think that game looks so bad. Now, but also, now, James picked Joe. Starfield, so I'm not, I'm not feeling as bad. Oh, and Joe, I, dude, I'm all ears. You just having fun with the swings. You might be, I mean, if Lord of the Rings comes out, you might get points, but you might yeah. have the opportunity to be the only one that actually gets points here. And that would be by taking multiverses. That game's not going to be good. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl on Open Critic, 65. Yeah, oh. and this game has voice acting and a lot more money behind it, a lot more franchises in it, way more. Like, fucking... It's going to be free-to-play trash. I, 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 I mean, granted, I'm a big Smash guy. I'm gonna be here day one for multiverses right now with what we've seen. I've already, I signed up immediately for the beta. So I mean, well, on I the podcast, we'll have first impressions. But... I would argue the other safe counter pick on Peter would be the Witch Queen. Personally, what the fuck? You freaked out when you couldn't get it because it was gonna be a later pick. I didn't think anybody would just pick the Witch Queen. None of you play well, Destiny next month, and it's a big fucking thing. Yeah, Look, but I, they're they're very no. hit and miss. Joe, I can see in multiverses. Ooh. I think it'd be a fool to pick Witch Queen. I, I also, don't know. I don't think I'm giving think, Owen enough uh, looks. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Owen is purposely trying to get you off his tail. Look at Owen one more time. I can, I understand if you pick multiverses. I think you're stupid if you pick Witch Queen. Look at Owen. Oh, I agree. I agree. You can lock anything. Multiverses is over Witch Queen. Personally. Personally, I was looking at Dying Light 2, thinking that it might not live up to I don't know. What, what hype that it does I have. think that's a decent pick. I like, I'm not saying it's your best one, but I definitely think it's one you should consider. But other than that, I don't see a lot from Owen that I think is not going to do well. What about Two Point Campus? I feel Owen, like that's probably the lower end. I feel Joe like that's still going to do well. 
actually have Joe... the other two point games too. Peter, what are you trying to say? If Joe doesn't pick multiverses and then you don't pick Joe, I will be very mad at you. There's one we'll on see. Joe's list that screams pick me. I'm going with multiverses. That's fine. That's fine. That that might okay. actually give me points. There are actually two on Joe's list that scream pick me. Oh, Dragon yeah. Quest 12. Oh, yeah. And Hogwarts. Yes. yes. Hogwarts yeah. is the one I was looking at, but then I just did a couple searches. <laughs> I If I had it, I'm picking Dragon Quest 12 easily. Yeah, you um, should have. When you pick for Spoken, a game that's going to be fine. I just Starfield, it, so. It, I'll say, I feel better I'll, about I'll my be pick. honest. I'll be honest. There might be a third. Um, but it's it's too risky of a third. On Breath of the Wild is risky. It's not coming out. It's not coming out this year. I don't know. But like, team. but if you're wrong, that could if ruin wrong, everything. I know, I know. If you, you take a spear like onto the face, point loss right there. <laughs> I, I've never, wrong, I've never heard a game company end a trailer with saying we're gonna try to hit 2022. They said, we're going to try as hard as we can. And that does not scream confidence to me. If you want to pick it, go ahead. You're you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do. I wish I wish I had the balls, but I don't. Dra- yeah, just say, relax. Dragon Quest 12. Dra- right Dragon, Quest, uh, Dragon Quest 12, what's the word on that? Is it just not going to come out? No, it's not, it's not coming out. They just okay. they announced it without a year last year. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I should be safe. Yeah, I, about I should be safe because I kind of want to take Hogwarts and and just bet against like everyone's going to uh, review it badly because of hate speech and such. But um, I think Dragon Quest is going to be the same. Hogwarts is a really cool game, and I hope it does well. You picked Starfield, man. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. All right, um, I'm gonna read through the teams. None of you quick. lunatics chose hey, Digimon hey, Survive. Sorry, hey, hey, but like, hey, 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 I'm gonna read through the teams. Right. West Coast Limited, owned by Mark Gorski, has Elden Ring, Triangle Strategy, Somerville, Oxenfree Two, Lost Signals, Forspoken, Unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, Open Roads, Stray. Dragon Age 4 and AI the Somnium fi- Files Nirvana Initiative. Sure. God okay. damn, what a name. Yeah. And his counterpicks are the Jedi Fallen Order sequel and Redfall. Trash Gaming owned by James is Horizon Forbidden West. Cuphead, the delicious last course. Total War Warhammer 3. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order the sequel. Lord of the Rings Gollum, A Plague Tale Requiem, New Fire Emblem game, unannounced, Saints Row, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Digimon Survive. His counterpicks are Dragon Age 4 and Starfield. Peter World Incorporated has God of War Ragnarok, Splatoon 3, Hollow Knight Silksong, Gran Turismo 7, Sifu, Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl, Redfall, and Multiverses. His counterpicks are Forspoken, 
and Last of Us Factions 2. Dad Hawk Games, owned by Joe. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Hogwarts Legacy. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Shovel Knight Dig. Weird West. Dragon Quest Twelve. That's so far and away the best list. <laughs> his counterpicks are Lord of the Rings Gollum and Multiverses. Definitely his to lose. My team, Party Out Productions. I have Starfield, Bayonetta 3, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Fuck you. Dying Light 2 Stay Human, Tunic, Moss Book 2, Last of Us Factions 2, Salt and Sacrifice, Two Point Campus. My counterpicks are Unannounced Kingdom Hearts Game and Dragon Quest Twelve. And now we all have two spots on our teams that we'll fill whenever we want. Bids process in, in two days. Um, This has been fun. Yeah. It's going to be cut up a ton. Well, oh, yeah. I wonder oh, what yeah. the it's listeners gonna be are going to hear here. But, um... You know, Worth it's fun. It. Hopefully it comes through as a, as a good listening experience. But thank you for joining us for BNY episode 46. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Look forward to unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, everybody. Shut Believe it. Bar. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs>